0: wouldn't it be great if when you went to buy a computer or after you bought a computer if you had any questions you could ask a genius well that's what we've got this is called the genius bar
1: what would you what would you, what name would you give me
0: let's see uh... what we got. John Prost, JPZ. JPZ is too easy, though. JPZ. Jeezy, Jeezy peasy.
1: Welcome to Genius I'm going to use that. Okay. Yeah, Welcome to Genius Peezy. Bar. And then Sam is just Sam. <laughs> yeah, Sam yeah, is yeah, just Yeah, that's Sam. really
2: boring. I kind of hate Can I quit? Can I be <laughs> No. You know,
1: Welcome to know, Genius Bar, episode 40. What is it? 41? Are we going? Yeah. We gotta include that okay. as the beginning.
2: Brian Dude, Tong just Of course gave me you're a- gonna use that as your outro, you little outro <laughs> s- <or> intro scapegoat. <laughs> yeah. John John's sitting here, he's panicking, he's like sweating. He before the show, he's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do. This is so scary <laughs> Sam's intros are just so much better <laughs> yeah. than mine.
3: Oh yeah.
2: I got okay. Brian Tong well, to do well, it. Welcome we, So we have a guest this week. We do, yes. Brian Ooh, Tong, everybody. The wow. My Let favorite. What's up, everybody? Oh, you come like it right? like Whoa! <laughs> guest time. You're two kind you're two kind of guys. Come on now. All right. We're so excited to have Brian Tong on. My favorite um, YouTuber here. this week. Ooh. That's wow, kind of like, a I'm about to change
0: now.
1: Well, yeah, I told uh
2: yeah. I told
1: Quinn from Snazzy Labs who was on a couple weeks ago, and I told him he was my favorite YouTuber that week. And so
2: uh, everyone gets that treatment.
1: You, I think he's, I he's our like third that. guest ever.
2: Yeah, third guest ever. So top three guests of all time. <laughs>
1: yes, you are in the top three. <laughs> impressive, very impressive. You are very impressive. You are the uh, yeah. you are my favorite Asian we've ever had on the show. <laughs> Thank you. <Whoa>. Thank you. <laughs> I think chill. Yeah, I think that's that's hey. three, and uh, he's the only one so far. Do we do we know anymore?
2: Wait, we've only had white people on the show.
1: <laughs> that changes.
0: Yo, you better, you bet, you better have me on a lot just to make sure. you get <laughs> I know,
1: in. dude. Every, like every four guests were like, Brian, come back on. We need Brian back on. We got to diversify.
2: God, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like that. Have you ever seen like those pie charts for movies? It's like, which characters like do men <laughs> or women speak the most or which race? It's yeah, it's going to be like 0.9% of the entire calendar year yeah. was non-white. After non-white that, team. after that fourth
1: guest, Sam and I are like, oh shit, I think it's time for, uh, we need Brian again.
2: Dude, no, I'm, we're so happy to have Brian on. I oh, um, love you guys. Love so you guys. I told this story on Brian's show okay, and I, I've been watching Brian since grade school. Like Brian has been, <laughs> Brian was, I think the first Apple YouTuber I ever watched because he had this show. What was the show at CNET called? I keep forgetting. Well,
0: it's fine because you watched it so much. Um, it was called the <laughs> Apple Bites. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. Cause I knew your, your uh, podcast was the Apple bits XL, but I was like, I knew it was something Apple. Yeah, dude, the apple bite, because you would say, Brian Tong here to see what's good and bad inside the word of world of Apple. Oh, that's dude, you'd right, you'd that's, be like, you can see it all just like, came
1: back to you just now. Dude,
2: it was so good. And then you'd be like, Ooh, that's a bad apple. And I would laugh <laughs> so hard. I'd be like, That is a bad apple. Ha ha ha. I'm in a grade school. No, I'm watching it was, this in it study was hall. So good. Oh, yeah. No, man. for real, dude. I would like watch it on the computer lab on our Macs that are oh, it was so man, good. I so appreciate yeah, Brian it. is no, for real. He's an OG. He's a good person, and uh, he had us on his show. So if you guys want more content, like check out the episode we did with him uh, for the Apple Bits LX or XL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> honestly,
0: X- honestly, this I'm is the one that's good. Though.
1: I'm not just saying this because you're a guest on the show. You're one of my favorite humans that I've ever met in this space. Oh, so man. thanks for being on the show.
0: Thank you guys. You know, um, I'm honored to be here. We're all creators. We're all having fun. Like this is what's so fun being able to collab like this. You know, we don't get to do it all the time, but when we can make time for it, it's super yeah. cool. And you know. I've got nothing but love and respect for you guys, for what you guys have been doing, um, and so it is funny to be called the OG. Sometimes I don't think about it, but I have been doing it for a long. You time. You are
1: you are you the OG Apple Show? I mean, I would say so. I would argue I would probably.
0: I, I would I would I I mean, we're talking about ten plus years ago. Yeah, and you paved when, the way. This, well, I mean, I don't want to say that per se, but this is before you don't YouTube have to. Was I said YouTube? It. Yeah, but now like YouTubers <laughs> that have kind of caught that that massive wave, or guys are doing some great stuff like you guys. You guys uh-huh. are crushing it. So, I'm just having I don't know, I'm just lucky. I feel like I'm happy to kind of be a part of this community and still bring some laughs and some content and be able to just do cool stuff. <laughs> yeah,
1: I d- I just realized this sounds like the end of the show. It sounds like we were just closing. It really it does. <laughs> Thanks for watching everybody. See you next week. <laughs> Dude, it's
2: a lot oh, fest. Wait, wait, wait. I I have to stream. Okay, I have to share my screen and just show oh, the people oh, no. what I'm talking about on video are you because Dude, it's so good. The, just the intro was literally the most hype thing I'd ever seen. Okay, oh, no, no, the no, no.
0: apple with the silhouette and stuff like that—is that, is that the yes? One? Or yes. Third, okay. We, we updated it later on, but yes.
2: So this one is twelve years ago. Look at twelve this. twelve years ago. Look at this. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! What's I gotta up, tell I'm you, Brian Tong, and welcome to the Apple Bible. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, Got emaciated. God inside the world of Apple. So Dude. okay so okay come back now so check this out so i gotta tell you trying to come back this is fun so that intro right it was during the peak of um ipod uh, i think it was actually during around ipods iphones i wanted to capture like during those commercials yeah the essence of like the silhouette right with the colored background and uh you know but what happened is when i proposed the idea our team's like and this is a long time ago right my team's yeah. like we we're not going to be able to pull that off. I'm like, no, no. If we get the if we get a green screen, the lighting is harsh enough, and it highlights me. You know, we'll turn me black and white. It'll it'll work. And then you know, I'll eat the apple. I'll shove it to the camera, and then we'll do yeah. like this teleport <laughs> wormhole. But uh-huh. uh, but there was resistance. Uh, to be honest, actually, I'll tell you another funny story. The initial show was actually not called Apple Bite. The initial Whoa. show was actually called Apple Core. But what happened <laughs> is there was a reporter, and I didn't even know this who had a beat at my old employer that was really offended that we were going to take the name Apple AppleCore. So it actually forced me to be more, you know, think even harder. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a bite of the apple. Apple bite. Oh, B-Y-T-E, bite. And, you know, at the yeah. time when like things, when you spell uh-huh. things the digital way, it's yeah, cooler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right back then, right? Right back then, right? <laughs> and so that's how the show came into being. And it actually stuck. It was actually better because now if I said like, welcome to the Apple core. It doesn't have the same ring. I think Apple bite sounds yeah. better. And then, and then I do like little skits or I do music videos. I don't know if you any, saw any of those back in the day. I mean, but we oh, did some yeah. crazy ones. Oh yeah. Dude. And uh, when I'd call out like Apple bite, it just sounds so much better than saying Apple core. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, the, dude. Um, It's so funny. Cause I, so uh, same thing with front page tech. So a lot of, a lot of inspiration for Front Page Tech. Like, I started using a green screen because you were using a green screen. Oh, man. That's where it came from on Front Page Tech. Yeah. So, um, I remember, like, I, I used to record on a wh- just a white backdrop. I think when I started Front Page Tech, the first episode was like a white bed sheet and seven lamps, just like Amazing. a bunch of different, like, different colored lamps. It was a mess. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: but I recorded on a white bed sheet. And then I saw your show and I was like, man, if I could just, like, I would look like a TV show if I just had a green screen. <laughs> I the first day I got a green screen, it took me 15 hours to edit the video. It was and I hated my life. It was oh, yeah. the worst. I was like how and I was like are they editing this show for 15 hours? Like it's not worth it. It is not worth it for yeah. 15 hours and here we are. I'm still using a green screen. But now your show technically you're like you're on your own now on YouTube and it's Apple Bits on like your your Apple show on YouTube is more is called Apple Bits and then your podcast is Apple Bits. XL? Yeah, I just wanted
0: to keep... <laughs> <laughs> okay, people that are like, why do you keep on saying LX? It's because yeah. <laughs> I said the name of my show incorrectly when these dudes were on my show. How yeah. pathetic yeah. was that?
1: <laughs> was How
0: pathetic is that? <laughs> Apple- but, X- you know... um, LX. I I just kind of, you know, because the YouTube model allows you, really, it's like people want to connect to your information and who you are. Mm-hmm. It was like, and I'm doing this all on my own now. So, yeah, it couldn't be as flashy, but as long as it carried the essence and. Quite honestly, I wanted to do more than just Apple stuff. So I'll review some Samsung stuff. I'll review some Google stuff. I'll do some TVs. I'll do headphones. Like I was able to get the freedom that I could never have before. And because and I love that. So yeah. being able to just, and then build relationships with these companies because guess what? I'm actually covering their stuff. Um, mm-hmm. that that's been awesome too. So and also really just like doing whatever the hell I want. Whether and sometimes look, I make the right choices, sometimes I don't. To be honest with you, I deliberately will do videos because they just make me feel good to do and i know that Hell they're yeah. probably not going to perform the best but i don't care so i yeah. want to enjoy this journey and look we know that we can sometimes be slaves to the algorithm but i think to for me to keep um like kind of keep my spirit and keep my passion and love for this i've got to be uh-huh. able to do that type of stuff so um mm-hmm. i'm going to tease this i don't know if it's going to drop in time okay. because there's some scheduling things but there's another music video in the works we will potentially drop in the next week. If, okay. If a big confirmed location happens this week that I've been told is supposed to, but I'm still getting the final thumbs up. This I know you're, it sounds like, what? I haven't done a music video yeah. in about three years. The last yeah, music it's been video a while. I did. What was it, check for? it out, what With what, what the last music video I did? Yeah, because it's like, it's vaguely last in my memory. Last music video I did was um an iPhone eleven pro parody of Old Town Road. If you yes, search
1: yes, if you search I iPhone remember. eleven
0: if you search iPhone eleven Old Town Road, Sam, yes. um, you will see it. I and just found, we found shot it. that we shot the whole thing with an iPhone eleven pro, the whole thing in one day in the Are you gonna pull side. it up,
1: Sam? Are we allowed to show it? Are you gonna copyright strike yeah, us? Yeah. When we show it? Uh, just turn the volume down. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't play
0: the volume. Just show like you can show a few shots, but it we went in on dude. it, and that's these things take a long time to put together. <laughs>
2: and, yes, um, dude. You know,
0: walking with the cowboy what? boots. This is this is a <laughs> this is a ghost town. This is an old ghost town. Um, for, man, I even forgot what it's called. But it has like its own train. It has these what? amazing hills. Um, and Wait, so to kind of so capture cool. the essence of it, um. And the lyrics all obviously always kind of have a little catch to it, but yeah, yeah, it,
2: of course, of course,
0: all shot Wait, on this iPhone. This is literally Pro this entire video, yeah, it's
2: bro. Can we film a music video like this? I've had ideas in my own <laughs> mind to like do things like this, and like you've literally been doing it all along. Like these ideas, have yeah, been dude. He's out the OG. By,
1: like, he's been doing it all I, since before dude, we were born. Apparently, the dude's like eighty-four. <laughs> I just found out.
2: I I gotta be honest with you, Brian. I lost you for a couple of years like a lot of people did what what year did the apple bite stop because it wasn't you stopped the apple bite before you went independent right
0: no no i stopped it when i went independent when i left i had to basically figure out oh what am i gonna do so Mm -hmm. i i literally decided you know it's like it's as if you're like rebooting your career
2: literally rebooting it but but
0: so it was like trust me it was scary like I didn't make enough oh. I look, I didn't have major savings like piled on the side. I didn't make enough money to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna just like figure this I'm out. I'm just in gonna six do this now. So. Be fine. Yeah. No, yeah. it was like, yo, you got three months to like figure out what direction you're gonna do, start putting out content. <laughs> you know, um, I was lucky enough to get support from um an amazing Patreon crowd that helped kind of support some of my content as well. Yeah, I remember kept when me, you first kept me started yeah. for year one, like nice. that sh- that was huge. And I was fortunate enough to get some side projects that allowed me to get through year one and a half. It's kind of crazy how sometimes the universe works, but it, I feel very lucky for it. So isn't it um, fun now but, though
1: yeah. that like no one can turn down your crazy ideas?
0: Oh, I guess. Yeah. Oh, no, of course. It's just what it is, is it takes more time to execute it because I don't have, mm-hmm. a, a, you don't have the a team, team yeah. with me 24/7. That's you know, that's obviously the goal, but there is kind of a, a balance of like How much help do I need? And also for my sanity, I think 2022 is a year where I'm going to embrace a little more sanity, get someone to help me edit my stuff for the first time, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But, but like, like, but like JP is talking or GZ (laughs) peasy. You know, you know, when you, when you guys, when you guys edit your stuff, there is part of it that you kind of know exactly what you're looking for. (sighs) Yes. And by handcrafting it, especially with some of my stupid ass skits and music videos that I used to do, it's really important to like maintain that essence of what we're trying to accomplish.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Dude. So. Cause that's, the, that's a tough call is I I've thought about hiring like an editor. Cause that's the, what takes so long. It's just, I'm not like, cause I was like, what is the reason really? And it, it's, it's genuinely, I'm not willing to give up that piece of the money yet because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want it to be a situation where it's like, Oh, they, they just get 60 K like as a, as a, a freelance person, like, no, I would want it like, Very good pay, very good benefits, like some sort of like rev share. Like I wouldn't want it to just be like barely paying them the minimum just so like I get even richer and they barely make any money like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That just wouldn't sit right in my heart. And I feel like affording an employee like that would be, I'm just not willing to give up like a lot of money yet because it's like. When it's well, you guys, slow now, I'm sure you've experienced this, Brian. It's like uh, you don't really need an editor when there's nothing coming out. It's just correct. when it's crazy.
1: Yeah, uh, we've had periods where yeah. like the news gets sl- gets slow, and like Sam will come on the podcast, and be like, "I think this is it. I think it's over. <laughs> Our careers are <laughs> well, that, over." <laughs> that, 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 that's why,
0: right? It's so fascinating that people don't understand. Like we are dependent on these products to come out, and we have look January, February, March, uh, early March. Those are lean ass months. Um. I think, yeah, yeah. like there, there's really, you know, I mean, I think more than anything, you and John stir the pot up during those months to help generate some uh, more buzz and content. But when there's, yeah, really I have to make not up like,
1: I have to make up Apple Watch <laughs> leaks about how like the sides are going to be flat or something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love how you own that. But you know, I think as a creator, it is, it's we. There's ebbs and flows. There's months where I'm like, I'm glad I had those good two months that I saved for knowing that this month is not the best month. Even with ads, yes. you know, even with the sponsorships and stuff like that, like, you know, it, there's a lot that yeah. goes on behind the scenes here.
2: Two months. Hey, speaking sometimes. of sponsors.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess we have some of
2: those. <laughs> John, you know what I love?
1: Uh, I can think of a possible three choices you'll go, you're about to go with, but go ahead, yes.
2: <laughs> John, I love policy genius who you sponsored today's genius? episode of the genius bar john i do i will and i'm not afraid to say it you, you've been bullying me to not speak <laughs> yeah. my truth and today i am coming clean i freaking love policy genius john because i'm a young adult i'm a young dude and i said i want to get the best deal on my my insurance right my home and auto but i don't know where to start but see with policy genius they help you compare all these quotes together and then you can find what the best rates are for you and get the best possible deal because john did you know that Policy Genius they've saved customers an average of one thousand two hundred fifty dollars per year over That's what they're paying for their That's home auto insurance? Dollars.
1: That's a lot of dollars. That's a lot of dollars, and they do all the work for you.
2: Yeah, new customers saving an average of four thirty five United States dollar per year <laughs> on auto insurance, not Canadian three hundred and fifty. No, it, we're talking USD dog <laughs> three fifty per year on home insurance. That's how good Policy Genius is. Um, so you just go to Policy Genius, you answer a few quick questions about yourself, and your property, your car, and then they take it from there. They'll compare rates from America's top insurers from Progressive to Allstate to find your lowest quotes. And, you know, the policy team team, the policy team, the policy team, the dream team, the dream team at Policy Genius. (laughs) They're going to find you the best deals and they'll switch you over for free if they find a better rate over what you're paying. Isn't that incredible, John? That's
1: pretty incredible. And all you got to do is go to policygenius.com. The links are in the show notes if you're listening on like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, or in the description on YouTube. It's like are you really going to say no to extra money? Cause that's what they're doing. They're saving yeah. you money and you have some extra to buy like, uh, an easy bake oven or whatever you, whatever your yeah. little heart desires. <laughs> Christmas is coming. It's nice. It's a nice time to save some money. Policygenius.com. And of course, a huge thanks to policy genius for supporting this episode of the, the genius, genius bar. Yay. Yay. Okay. Yay! <laughs> okay. Uh, so, um, uh, I'm not going to... I need to hit you guys with a hypothetical. Oh, my God. I... Let's say I hypothetically... I leak tech products. Mm -hmm. Hypothetically, of course. Um, Yeah, I've heard. Let's say hypothetically, uh, last week or the week before, I posted pictures of the Samsung Galaxy S22 Ultra. Uh... Sure. On my website sure. and on my YouTube channel. Hypothetically.
2: Hypo- hypothetically, I could see someone who has leaked things before. I could see how a hypothetical leaker would leak again.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> and so, hypothetically saying I did all that stuff, let's then also mm-hmm. hypothetically say that last week, Samsung's lawyers contacted me. <laughs> hypothetically. Uh, really? And they are not... <laughs> they are not pleased. Um... They hit me with a with what you would call a cease and desist, uh, and uh, I forget the the fucking organization. It's like their their uh, the firm, their attorneys' firm, like reached out to me, all official, and they basically were like, "Hey, uh, number one, do not leak anything that you know, uh, ever. Like, don't do it again." Uh, uh, take down the pictures that I posted uh, and they linked, dude, it was so funny Like, because they linked, hypothetically
3: <laughs>
1: they linked the uh, episode uh, where I leaked the pictures and the literally the episode starts out with a fart noise and just thinking about lawyers <laughs> sitting down like writing an official letter and linking like the, the big bad man from YouTube and it's like I'm just making fart, that's what they, they sent a letter to a guy making fart noises oh. on the internet uh, hypothetically of Damn, that's that's pretty um, good That'd yeah be pretty hypothetically uh, funny and so they want they hypothetically they wanted me to they know they know that i know more information because while they were investigating that leak i then leaked the date and time <laughs> for both of their events next year n- for next year uh and so they were like anything that you know stop posting it also mm. take down the images immediately and they're already oof. out hypothetically give up your source so they wanted my cooperation to give up the source, give the name of the person, which...
2: Or just, people.
1: Yeah, or people. Likely. Just And for the record, I could... Even if I was like... Which is not how it works, but even if I was subpoenaed or something and I had to go to court, I they could go through all my devices and they would not find the person because I never know the, per- the name of the person usually. Uh, I don't know where they work exactly. And a lot of the... Um, like the blocking out of, of important information in the image is done from the source. I tell them to do it so that way I don't have any raw images in my possession that could get them identified. So even I don't know their exact name and stuff like that. So all that, we, we work really hard to protect sources, obviously, behind the scenes. But hypothetically, Samsung's like, take the images down, don't say anything ever again, and also give up your source. And it was like it was just a lot of demands in one letter. If it, if I were to receive such a letter hypothetically, um, <laughs> okay. but like, uh, so I'm working with, with, uh, some, with a lawyer and we, I just, we're going to come out with an official response, uh, because they asked for one, um, hypothetically. Um, yeah, but in our official response, we were making clear that we are willing to take it to court because Mm. if they wanted to pursue this, that's fine. I think that because com and the YouTube channel is not like The Verge, you know, they think I'm just going to like cower down and just be like, okay, I'm sorry, and take everything down. But the images, I posted them, yes, but they're all over the internet now. Like, thousands of videos have been made, thousands of articles. It's, I mean, obviously you can't, just because I take it down doesn't mean it's going to go away. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, and I think it's important for 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 something like this to go to court if that's what they want to do. That's fine. I think it's important for independent news sources like Frontpagetack dot com or like appletrack.com dot com that there's something on record of a case happening where you know uh, a big a big bad company was like trying to scare you legally to take stuff down. And that's we live in the U S. We're protected by freedom of the press. And I think there will be ha- be some decisions that need to be made in the court of like. Is this YouTuber, does that is that does that count as journalism? Or like from page tech.com, does that do we consider that press? And and also mm. like there's shield laws like protecting sources. Like they can't come to me and be like, give up your source. We need you, you to snitch on the yeah. source. That's not how that works. Yeah. Even if I did know who they were, I wouldn't do it. Um so it's, it's very ethical. interesting because I've leaked a lot of stuff. I guess technically that's my first time releasing a real This is why we always make renders. People were like, How come you were okay with posting pictures this time, but you do renders for everything else? Boom, Mm. my email inbox. That's why, because like (laughs) a few days later, you know, I get a letter. But um, I'm curious, Mm. Brian, what would, let's say you hypothetically have a, uh, you post something on your YouTube channel, you leak a picture and you get a cease and desist. What does your heart tell you is right? A source? You didn't like, you didn't pay for these pictures, you didn't solicit these pictures, you were freely sent them. What does your heart tell you? Do you take down the piece of content or do you fight it?
0: If, it, if it's done ethically in the right, correct yeah. way, and um, it is, you know, a flow of information that comes to me, if that happened, um, I don't see any problem with doing that unless, you know, I violated some law by acquiring it. Then, yeah, maybe I'd be a little scared. Yeah. And look, there's people that go about this in many different ways. Um and they don't even reveal if they did it legally or they yeah. paid someone X, Y, and Z. I mean, we've seen other Well, we, we've know, other we stories know a about few people in the sites. industry yeah. and
1: how they, how they get stuff, and it's not legal. Correct,
0: correct, right? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. if it, look, I'm sorry, if someone hands this to you and mm-hmm. it's given to you and it proves to be accurate and there was, they volunteered that information to you and you're, quite honestly, your job is actually being kind of the source of a lot of these high-profile leaks. yeah. I don't see the problem in it, quite honestly. Now, does, does Samsung not like you? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. But, <laughs> right. Right?
0: Yeah. But have, have yeah. you done anything ethically wrong? No.
1: No. So, like, mm-hmm. and that was one of the first, you know, a lawyer's first thing is like, okay, so what you tell me is in confidence. Are we going to take this to court and find something that would flip <laughs> this case around? Like, no, I mean, you they could literally go through my device and they, would I mean, they'd find the pictures obviously, but you wouldn't be able to identify the person. Like it just, it would be impossible. And that's mm. like, that's, I, I don't understand. I think what I think is actually going on is they're just trying to, this was just a Hail Mary. And they're just hoping that I'm just like, I get scared. I'm like, and I take it down because anyone can send us a, a cease and desist. You can say whatever you want. You know, I don't have to do anything legally based on that. They could, you know, Mm -hmm. take it further and take it to court because they gave me a deadline, which was like today, to respond. Um, Hypothetically. Hypothetically, yeah. (laughs) But um, that, I feel like, and it makes me wonder how many other people they do this to that never speak up. That just like, not just Samsung, but Apple or any other, you know, big company with a lot of money behind them, they're just like, hey, stop it. And it scares the person. It scares something like a YouTuber or just someone with a smaller website, Where they're like, Mm -hmm. they just feel like they have to listen and they take it down and it works. Like they, they scared them. They had no legal ground, but it scared them enough. And maybe that's why they send the letters. I don't know.
2: Well, no, that's the thing because you have, like you told me months ago, you were like, I have a lawyer on retainer now. That's like before there was any season that you were just like, this is just like something for me as a business person at, at this point in my career. Yeah, And like, you can do that and you, you are economic like that's economically viable for you to yeah. do that but it's like yeah front page tech three years ago could you you would have had a lawyer three years ago you couldn't have afforded it so yeah. if you would have gotten a letter you would have been like well i don't have enough money so sure i'll take it yeah down.
1: probably mm-hmm. i would have been like mm-hmm. not take any mm-hmm. chances and just remove it mm-hmm. like we're and,
2: finally at this spot where we have enough power with our platforms to be like ah hold on
1: yeah before and we whether, before
2: we do this bullying let's like take a step back
1: yeah and you know i'm pretty confident that if it we went to court we would win But even if we didn't, I mean, it would suck really hard, but I think it's more important. Like it just, it would make me feel icky. Like I wouldn't feel right with myself if I listened. Like I think it's important for people in our industry to just like, just to fight this because there's, it sets a bad precedent to me if I remove the content because it's just like, I don't know if it wasn't me. Like what if it, if it was Sam, like if, if. If Sam posted an image of something and, you know, they went after appletrack.com, what would I tell Sam? What advice would I be? What would I be giving him? And I feel like it, I wouldn't be like, yeah, man, just take it down. Just avoid it.
2: No. No, I'm, I'm a principal guy. I'm I'm very similar to you, John. Like, I'm always about what's right. That's like, why... I like sued Amazon back in the day to get like paid for something on their website. And it's yeah. why I almost sued UPS last year when my phone that I shipped mysteriously went missing. Yeah. And like someone clearly took it out of the box. It was an employee and you know, we figured it out without like having to go to that level. But I, I'm always just like, you guys know what's right. Like, yeah. you know, Samsung knows you probably like, I'm sure they did a little investigation. We're like, Oh Dude, like you, yeah, you didn't they, do they, like,
1: used my full name, like, which is not, like, just readily available online. I mean, I <laughs> guess it, they used my full name. They used, like, they CC'd multiple email addresses of mine going back years to make sure that I got the email. And, That's like, crazy. yeah, it was, I mean, lawyers, they sat down and it's funny. They, they looked at me. They watched that video. Like, I just, a bunch of, like, very official people just sitting there yeah. like this. Mad. well, this guy's making fart jokes and showing a picture of a phone.
0: (sighs) I think think the other thing, you know, when you talk about how the look, there's a lot of bullying power, especially from these big companies. And what you always have to remember, if you can fight it, if a lawyer is coming at you, that means you need to lawyer up too, right? If there's any, if one side has any type of lawyer coming for you or at you and you have, you feel like you haven't done anything wrong. If you have the resources to fight back, you need to fight back. Yeah. Fundamentally. Absolutely. Fundamentally, you know. Um Yeah. So you're doing you're doing the right thing for yourself. And like it'll be interesting to see how far they push this, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: interesting. Yeah, that's the word.
0: Because <laughs> that, that'll that'll be that'll be another that that could take it up another level. And in an in a maybe a, maybe an intentional or unintentional way for you, it's even You know, I think the YouTube community has been able to get more legitimacy over the years as actual um, sources of information, um, valid opinions. And I think this if if this escalates and let's say you get to the point where, you know, you do end up winning this case or whatever happens with it, it kind of puts another feather in the cap of the community as a whole. Not that you're trying to be a champion for everyone. But it would, yeah, that's be like, hey, true. there is a, there is a point of legitimacy that you know the you quote unquote the YouTubers or the YouTube mm-hmm. commu- content creators do have viability in this space just as much as a large alley because yeah, look, there's plenty of large publications that still don't respect YouTubers. I yeah, know and them. I
1: actually I reached out to. A, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name drop any publications, but I talked to quite a few of them. Like reached out to like the founder of a lot of these website websites and it was like, you know, present the situation to them. And if it was them, what would they do? And I want to say a good 75% who have gotten a a cease and desist before just respected the cease and desist. Hmm. And that troubles me greatly that I'm just like, like, it was a really big deal to me. Uh, you know that I got this, and you know I'm just a YouTube guy, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to take the images down. That it makes me feel bad if I do that. I don't, yeah. I don't like how that would make me feel. Where these other publications, I don't know, maybe they're just like, maybe they are too scared to keep stuff up. Or
0: the other know. thing is they have relationships with these companies for coverage. Yeah, yes, that's so. Also there's another a difference there, right? Like I don't have a relationship so, with
1: <laughs> with anybody. <laughs>
0: I'll tell, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick story that happened in my past. Um, there was a, there was like a like a, I guess, called a keynote or a reveal. Mm-hmm. And at the time, the outlet that I was working for wasn't invited. And they, you know, one of our producers wanted to push to ask why we weren't there. So what they had us do is we went to the site of this reveal <laughs> with our cameras, and they said, you need to ask someone on the record why we're not um, in, why we can't be a part of this reveal. Right. Um. That action in itself, and it wasn't worth it, but look, when you have a boss that wants you to do something and you're in a field where you answer to a boss, even if you tell them, let's not do it, you still have to do it. They said, I'm your boss. I'm not asking you to do this. You're going to do this. Right? Okay, so fine. (laughs) Let's play that way. We went up to someone with a camera and asked them on the record, let's just say the relationship was significantly hampered after that point uh. for at least five years until <laughs> that person no longer was at the company and things had blown over some. But that that's, you know, when you talk about some of these larger outlets, they have relationships at stake. And yeah. so they're going to weigh out this, you know, um, whether it's worth putting this image up and basically severing a relationship that's taken 10, 15 years to develop. Yeah, or, that's a good point. Yeah, in the long run, take down the pictures yeah. and maintain the relationship. Even though there'll be a little tense moments between the two, they responded and things end up blowing over. So yeah, there's a different place with the context. Yeah, of that's a relationship really good point. So it's company.
1: not for them. It's not necessarily like whether they think they have legal ground or not. It's just like, mm. listen, I'm just gonna. I don't want to cause any more trouble, and I, the relationship they want to they want to continue it. So. Like well, for good example, news for right? Me, those, those I don't oh, sorry, work with Samsung.
0: Ahead. Yeah, and the, and the other thing is, remember, yeah. these companies are getting advert ads run on their websites by Samsung.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say that these major like, uh, outlets. That's something that I've seen a lot. Is that they're doing proprietary advertising, and that's where I mean, to me, that's unethical. If you're going to bend to the, if mm. you're going to bend the knee strictly because you have money flowing in from this company. Actually, I don't think that's to me unethical. I'm pretty sure if you like asked a board of journalists that that would that is <laughs> yeah. like unethical behavior yeah. <laughs> to yeah. to not follow. It's a like story very unbiased review of table. Samsung
1: Galaxy S21 with like a big banner ad at the top for yeah. well, a f- full. Yeah, you know, they, I've, they, I've, they, like, i they they look that. at it
0: as like separating it. They they try to separate right like almost yeah. like church and state. Oh, the business marketing ads have nothing to do with the coverage that we do. It's not true. Yeah. It's just not true.
1: Yeah. Very, it's very interesting. I, that's something I didn't consider. Like when I, uh, you know, when I talk to these other people behind the scenes, I'm like, what would you guys do? And they'd be like, oh yeah, we'd take it down. And at first I'm like, why the hell was that? So why was that answer so easy? And now I see, you know, you know, I'm not saying I would, I would like to say that if I had a relationship with Samsung and they sent a cease and desist, I would act the same way. I'd be like, no, these images are going to stay up. But I don't know. I guess it depends on how what the relationship is worth, and it's hard to judge that way.
0: The the you know
1: I Here's think that's interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sam.
2: No, I was I was just gonna say that the thing is like, yeah, Brian, you go. I I feel like my my thought wasn't fully formed. He's gonna he's oh, gonna wow. let it simmer.
0: <laughs> well, now now <laughs> yeah, I, now I, I, I stop think thinking about more. my thought. I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like right, Brian's
1: thought, got, Brian's got a thought right here, and then Sam goes, he just throws it away. He's like, I don't even need to know.
2: <laughs> yeah, now I've like now it's just erased. Okay, Should we just good. restart? Should we reset?
1: Yeah. <laughs> how about actually, how about we reset with with uh our, our friends over at Mint Mobile? Oh brand John. new brand new sponsor on the show. First time for Mint Mobile, everybody! <laughs> Yay! Mint Mobile, first time on the show. First time on the show, dude. Mint Mobile.
2: Dude, this oh, you, is it.
1: I was oh, is the SIM in your like, phone? I,
2: yeah, dude, I've been using it for months, baby. Well, good, because, sh-
1: I... dude, it's like, what? It's so okay. Cool. I just have a question. It's so cool. Why would anybody use it? Like, why would you sign a contract or why would you use any other cellular carrier that's like, that, where you pay like 80 bucks a month, 100 bucks a month when you know Mint why Mobile would you, exists? John? Do you Why know? Would you? I wouldn't.
2: I don't know. Dude, I don't know. For,
1: so for so okay, listen. I need you to understand. Okay. For 15 bucks a month. Okay, it starts at $15 a month. And there's like there's if you hate it, it's one of those things where you if you hate it, it just goes away. You just okay, I I go to some other carrier and that's it. Like when you I feel like when you go to a, any other carrier and you're like I want to try this, they're like okay, but you're going to try for a whole year. <laughs> like they they Look they inside. lock you in or they have some sort of crazy like okay, yeah, technically we don't require contracts, but you did you we did subsidize your phone for you. So you make payments on your phone for the rest of the year, and if you want to leave us, you're going to have to pay for the rest of that phone. No, with Mint Mobile, you just bring your own phone, you throw the SIM in, and that's it. That's it, that's all.
2: Dude, it's so good. I've been using it all the time. Like, there's been times when my other carrier, like the main one, doesn't work. So, I've been using it as a secondary sim, like for a business line. Uh huh. It's really cool. Like, I'll call my friends and I'll be like, hello, is this Mr. So, and they'll be like, who, who is this? And I'll be like, <laughs> yo, it's just me. And then they're like, it's Sam on Mint Mobile. <laughs> no, dude, it's so cool. Like, I, I feel like a little executive. I showed you guys, I like, got the dual sim going. I tweeted yeah, about it. Like, it I really feel like a business person. I got like, I got like my e-SIM going. I got the physical SIM. Yeah, they literally mail you a SIM. It comes super quick and you stick in your phone. That's what you do. You go roop, just like that. And then the SIM card is inside yeah. And it's really just great coverage. And right like, now, what are, what are the Yeah, it's just great. Go Right now go it's ahead. the it,
1: it's the holidays. <laughs> so they are doing something special for you. Right now when you switch to Mint Mobile and buy a 3-month plan, so they they have a bunch of stuff. Like you can buy in bulk and if you buy in bulk like you get a 3-month plan, you save a bit of money. You can get up to like a year plan and save a ton of money. It's pretty crazy. But when you sign up right now, you switch to Mint Mobile and you buy any 3-month plan, you will get another 3 months for free. That's six months and you it's like buy one, get one, except it's in months. Brian's trying <laughs> yeah, That's to do a, actually
2: kind of insane. I didn't know the deal was that crazy. Yeah, so it's yeah. mintmobile.com slash genius. Uh mintmobile.com/genius. all plans come with unlimited talk and
1: text plus high speed data just delivered on the nation's largest five G network. That's pretty crazy. Mintmobile.com slash genius.
2: Yeah, I'm just like, I just love it so much. Like yeah, just do it. This is one of those just reads do it. Where I'm just like, like <laughs> yeah, like it's just so good. I, I don't know. I, I I was just stunned. Like it's so cool that they sent it to us, and I just like feel like uh-huh. an executive now. So I don't want to like I don't want to brag,
1: but they did send. Obviously, we don't we don't talk about anything on the show that we don't try ourselves. And Mint Mobile sent this. us both sims that were good for 12 months. So they just gave us a year full of service for free. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> it. Feels like cheating. This podcast is a cheat code.
2: Okay, but thank you guys you can Moe get three months and three plus more months. slash genius. Love you guys. Ba 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 ba. All right. So, I love how Brian Brian during those ad raises is like I'm so uncomfortable. Why? No, you dude, he's here?
1: still like he was like uh, counting and doing the math with the hands. He's such a professional. Like on the spot, can put on a show for you. That's why
0: I wish I was Brian Tong. I stop it, guys. Yeah, you guys. You guys, come me on. Too. Let's 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 take the brown brown off the nose. Okay, come on, guys. No, it's fine. We are we are equals. We are peers, man.
2: No, the genius no, part, not. The, dude. This is literally <laughs> like John and I talk so much smack about like Apple, but like if Tim Cook came on the podcast, we would uh-huh. be like, "Oh, hi Tim, how, how are you? I <laughs> love you so much. And, we like, love your products. You're you, the best." You could make, you could maybe make the iPad OS better, but you don't have to. <laughs> like, don't feel like you have to. Yeah, like it's okay, okay bud. It's okay.
0: Sam, I'm gonna tell you yeah. in time. Yeah. you you will develop the fortitude to ask questions to those type of level of people that will make you uncomfortable and them uncomfortable in a way that is still tactful to get an answer that they respect and you Mm. will not roll over. You will not roll over.
2: You got that Sam. I I feel like I would, I would actually like, I'm, I'm mainly joking. I think I would push, I I think I would push decently hard. Maybe not for my first ever interview, (laughs) like for with (laughs) Tim. I would want to develop a rapport though, right? Because that's how of you course. can actually get to the truth. Yeah, of course. So of course have got you to. ever, have you ever interviewed anybody over at Apple, Brian? Like, have you um, gone? Have you I have. A- I mean,
0: I've done, I've done um, with the iPad team. I've done it mm. with the uh, Mac OS team. Um, sometimes nice. they throw me a few bones and I ask them questions that, yeah, I know they're not going to necessarily always answer, but sometimes you can push them in directions or based on what they don't tell you actually will also reveal answers. Mm. Yeah. So you, you you there's a lot of times where you've got to ask questions, knowing you're not going to get an answer, but the way you ask them and the way they respond actually gives you an answer. So mm-hmm. um, that, that that's that's always I, to me. I'm looking out for the community to the user, um, and they know that you know I use a lot of Apple products, but there's still things that I think that the community wants to know and is curious about, and I'll ask them. So that's my yeah. job. And if they don't like it, I can't really stop stop that from being kind of the core of who I am. And if I it results in, you know, maybe some ruffled feathers, I think as long as they respect where it's coming from and the intention. And it's not a gotcha intention. It's a yeah "Yeah, really, what is it? You know, there's a difference. There's some people that ask stupid ass (laughs) questions to try and be like, yeah, gotcha. And then come out with a stupid article (laughs) with a headline that is just completely manufactured. That that's not what we're here for.
2: Yeah. Have you met Tim before, Brian?
0: Um just at like a store opening but not Oh yeah one just in
2: LA.
1: I did meet him but just, you know, casually. Was it the Apple Tower theater? Do you
0: want Do you want Wait, do you want me to blow your mind even more because you're asking about Tim Cook? Yeah. Don't ask about Tim Cook. Yeah. Have I met SJ?
1: <sighs> okay, I will this. ask. I want to be I want to do it. I want to do the asking. Ryan Tong, have you ever met Steve Jobs?
0: Even better. I used to work at the what does Apple that mean? retail store in Palo Alto.
2: No, okay. at the time... <laughs> sorry, wrong soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> what fuck. the hell was oh, God. that? Thank you for your patronage. Please hold, Brian. I don't have the right... <laughs> you need to shut the fuck! That's not it. <laughs> I don't... I This lied. This is outdated. It said there was one that would say, yeah. Like, woo, okay. like... Okay, sorry. okay. Sorry.
0: So... <laughs> <laughs> how about how about this? How about John can set up and ask me the question again?
2: Okay, okay, okay.
1: <clears throat> this is staying in the show, by the way. I'm not editing this out. We're keeping Sam's fuck up in there. <clears throat> Brian Tong, have you ever met Steve Jobs?
0: The answer is, I'll even do you one better. Not just meet. <laughs> I used to work. What is going on in the
1: background, <laughs> dude? It's, Sam it's is the, the worst. It's the
2: hype.
0: I can barely hear the hype. It's like so. Oh, low. Sam is
2: the worst. <laughs> in a world where Brian Tong has met Steve Jobs. <laughs> okay. This is this is Better. Hype. Okay, go ahead. Better. Sorry. Okay.
0: So <laughs> the back, back back in the day, <laughs> Apple had a store in Palo Alto. It was the number 2 re-st- retail store ever in Apple okay. retail. So this is Whoa. somewhere around the late 2000s. no, mid 2 early mid 2000s. Okay. Okay. So, guess where Steve Jobs lives? In Palo Alto. Guess what was Steve Jobs' favorite store to visit? I wonder. Because Apple Retail was an experiment at the time. Remember, people were like, what oh, are you doing? yeah. People were like, what are you doing, Apple? Getting a retail gateway had just recently folded. They weren't doing so uh-huh. hot. Apple's like, no, mm. we're going to do it our way. So he would come into the store almost every weekend what? to just stand in the store, and he would scan the store, and he would, like, literally... People would freeze. People would. I be would like shit on myself. For real. No, because he was seeing what operating. He would ask the retail employees like, "Oh, what's working? What's not?" This is Steve Jobs, and also at this time, he he was intimidating. He was he was intimidating. Okay, <laughs> this is scary. Just, jobs. Let's put it that way. <laughs> So I have two. Do you want to hear both these stories? I have two great. Of course, yes, we want to hear course. both. Also, bro,
2: you have two Steve Jobs stories on an Apple podcast. Oh, so we only have time cha- for one. They've already changed your underpants <laughs> okay. like three times. Okay, yeah. you, you have. You have. I think you did it. five already. yeah, yeah dude. I'm gonna need a break. I'm gonna need a <laughs> okay. hot
1: break. Okay, so real quick, real quick, before we into the stories about Steve was, I know that you said you were intimidated, or that he was intimidating. I was okay. Th- I guess that's my question did were people just intimidated because it's Steve fucking jobs that walked in the store or did he give off? Like what was his attitude in the store? Was he, was it, was he scary because he, he appeared scary and it was like no nonsense or was he like just sort of laid back?
0: If you talked to him as a customer, he would be very nice and friendly, but he still had intimidating energy because he is who he was. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's pretty much like one of the goats of tech and also people, it's like, if you saw Michael Jordan in a store, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you'd also be intimidated by Michael Jordan, no matter how nice he is. Yeah, Steve Jobs was like that, but he was very nice to customers. Um, I'll tell you my nice story. This is a great okay, go nice ahead. story. Okay,
1: first story. Oh, wait, does that yeah. mean there's a not nice story? No, 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 no. The, the okay. other story is actually like
0: <laughs> blow my mind, but I can't believe it happened okay, to me, okay. but it's still really cool. Okay. okay and okay. it's actually uh, indicative of who Steve Jobs was. Okay, first story. So we're at the register. At the time, there were no people with uh, Apple Pay little scanners in their pockets. You had to go up to a register. (laughs) There were only two registers on an iMac, which made the store very inefficient. Okay. But (laughs) actually, it might be a little more inefficient now because you don't know who to talk to. But you'd go into the store. So Steve Jobs would come in once in a while. He came and he bought he would buy his own software. Okay one small funny story is that when he went up to the register one time, I happened to be working on the register next to the one he went up to and he walked up with this little like game for his kids. And the, the, the employee at the register said, do I just give this to you? They were so nervous. They were so nervous. They're like, so, uh, do I just give this to you? <laughs> and and he what, said, is no. the, what is
1: the Steve Jobs policy at this store? Yeah, yeah, for real.
0: <laughs> and, and she was like, "No, no, just ring me up like no, like a normal customer." And they were like, "They're like, <laughs> 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 you could tell they were freaking out because he didn't terrible. come into the store all the time. But so when he came to the store it was a big deal. But again, <laughs> he came in a lot because we were his like test store. He was he wanted to see what worked, what sections, how the flowed, how people came. Okay, yeah. So that was that. That's a that's a quick one, but. It's actually, the, that's one of three. The second story okay. is, again, he's at a register. I'm at the register oh. next to him. He comes up to buy something. There is a lady next to him at the other register, and she starts staring at him really long and really awkward. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, she's going to do this. She's going to do this. She says to <laughs> SJ, she's like, excuse me, oh, um, no. do you work for Apple? And everyone oh. is like,
1: <laughs> no. so there's like
0: literally like it feels like time pauses <laughs> tell, oh, tell yeah. me he said no Apple works and, for me no, he turns <laughs> and looks at her with his little coy smile and he's like oh yeah I work for the Mac division and she's like <laughs> and and she's like oh okay okay Steve Jobs that's walks, such a Steve, Steve answer Steve Jobs walks out, so Steve Jobs walks out with the thing he buys and then I say um you know who that was right she's like no, I don't. And I'm like, that's Steve Jobs. She's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I worked in the HR department.
2: Oh no. Oh. So she was also an Apple employee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Could you imagine missing an opportunity with Steve Jobs because you thought he was just some, uh, some guy that worked at Best Buy? <laughs> like, what? That's
2: incredible. So oh, that, that was no. one of those
0: like, oh, like embarrassing tense moments but it's really funny when that the yeah. thing played out now this yeah, is a really cool good. this is my cool story um that mm-hmm. is a little self-serving but i would just at least say that at first okay so one of my roles at the store was to do the presentations back in the day there were like in-depth classes of how to use iPhoto how to use iDVD how to use iMovie yeah. because they were trying to educate people of how to use their software with their hardware this is like people still weren't familiar with exactly what Max would do. And this is when Apple was trying to kind of still in a transition of reviving themselves to be cool. This is not when the iPhone existed. This is when we're just talking about iPods and PowerBook G4s and um, IMAX and Emacs. Emacs were there, right? So this is a different (laughs) era, right? A totally different era. This is when Apple's uh, display was the plastic, you know, I can't remember. Did they call it the cinema display? I feel like they did. Yeah, but it was, you know, was kind of like the plastic board and everything mm. like that. Okay. So these are different times. So um one time uh reps from Canon come into the store, and these are these are dudes straight from Asia. Steve Jobs comes to the store, and also at that time, one of his number twos, Johnny Rubens Ruby, John Rubinstein, comes in. He's the head of of he's the VP of hardware for Apple at that time. And so they wanted someone to walk them through the entire process of using the iLife suite with a camera for photos and videos. Oh man. Well, guess who they had do that?
2: I it went, was me. Oh my God.
0: So what happened is we oh go to- Oh my God. At the time, the Apple store is these, um, it was sectioned off in like music, photos, movies. So we go to one of these little stations in a corner. It's literally me, SJ, John uh, Rubenstein and three Canon executives. And I'm pretty actually like, Oh shit. This is like, he's watching every. So what I have to yeah. do is walk <laughs> through the entire process. iLife, iTunes. And we are there. I show you not roughly two hours might've been even longer. I'm just explaining the Sam process Faze. in during the time. Sometimes SJ is interjecting. He never corrects me. He's just like, Oh, you can also do this. You can also do that. So after this whole two-hour thing is done, okay, this is intense, guys. I I don't go to the bathroom. This is like my. I'm surprised you didn't
1: go to the bathroom in your pants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So after it's done, all Steve Jobs says to me, he's like, "Nice job," and just walks away. That's all he (laughs) said. Dog, you made it. Why did you even do
1: anything else in your life after that? He didn't
0: even say. He didn't say like, you know. Thank you so much for, it's just like, he's just like, nice job. And then they bounced. And I was like, what? oh, damn. I mean, the funny thing is Ruby, John Rubenstein, he hung out a little later and he, he was actually very, you know, like um, complimentary. He said, you did a great job. We took a picture afterwards. But, you know, actually was like, nice job bounce. But it was so, that that's that's the stamp of approval from SJ. He wasn't pissed. He wasn't annoyed. He wasn't yeah. like, oh, you're saying this wrong. He never just told like me I genuine, was. Just like a
1: genuine nice job. Yeah,
0: and that's it. So that was um, my, Those are two of the experiences from the Apple store, but it was, it was pretty epic. And then all my friends that worked at the store were like, holy, like after he left, they were like, oh my gosh, like, what was that like? Like, oh, were you freaking out? And I mean, I wasn't too nervous because whatever, I've worked in media and I was, you know, I just, I just had to do the job. Oh, had you worked in media at that time? I was still, you know, I'd gone to school for journalism and stuff, you, you know, the heat of SJ was here the whole like right yeah. on my shoulder. Dude. So what time. year was this? Oh, let me think. When did I work 2000? I'm going to guess if I had to guess right, it must have been maybe around 2006 or 2007. I would have to look at my Was the was the I would iPhone? I'd have to now? look at my foot. No. No. Definitely not. So it would have been it would have been
2: pre-January of 2007.
0: Yeah. It was before the iPhone so, ever came out.
2: Or June, I think of 2000. Like probably That's a while crazy. before the iPhone came out. Yeah, dude, so but that's why I think, said it was
0: probably two thousand 2006. Yeah, two
2: thousand six. Dude, he knew though. Like they were working on the phone. Yeah, like, he, he knew that it was going <laughs> to exist. Like that's such a crazy thing to think about. That like For sure, the thing yeah. that, sure. that everyone in the world owns now. He was like, hey, 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 I'm working there's, on it. There's um, <laughs> I mean, I can so tell. Cool.
0: We're on an Apple podcast. I can tell another cool Apple story at the store. So absolutely. One day, you know, I'm in downtown Palo Alto. I I, I'm walking to get my lunch, and I see this dude in this like. All blue, um, velvety, velour-like jumpsuit from a distance. And let me tell you, Palo Alto is like a certain type of cat that you're not going to see a <laughs> dude in a blue <laughs> velour jumpsuit. Okay, <laughs> I see him from a long ways away. He's with this kind of tiny guy in a suit. And as they come closer, it's like, oh, that's probably a, a lure. But as I get closer, it's Dr. Drake. Dr. Dre is in Palo Alto (laughs) walking up the streets. So I'm going on my lunch. As I come back, Dre and this, um, probably his lawyer, not a handler, definitely a lawyer, are just hanging out in the Apple store, kind of looking around, scoping it out. So I'm like, whoa, that's weird. Why is Dr. Dre at an Apple store in Palo Alto? I like
1: how that's your reaction. Whoa, that's weird.
0: Yeah, because, (laughs) look, I mean, I'm not, I guess I'm not the type, even now, it's hard for me to get floored by like celebrities. It's really hard. If someone's impacted my life, then Uh that's when I really like kind of flip out more. Um, Of course, Dr. Dre influenced a lot of the music I listened to, but you know, I'm still like, Oh, I'm like, Whoa, that's crazy. Dr. Dre's here. Uh So I didn't bug him. I don't bug these people at all. Um, I think maybe a month later, the announcement goes out that Apple acquires beats a month after Dr. Dre visits the Apple store. So he was clearly in town they probably told him, and again, at the time, there were the Palo Alto store was actually the only Apple store in the Bay Area at that time. Well, that was
1: like 2013, Whoa. 2014, right?
0: Maybe? No. I think it was earlier. I feel like well, it was earlier. Really, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. I don't it know. Eddie Q was there, right? When did, when did that actually yes. happen?
2: Apple it had to be earlier. Beats in 2014.
0: Okay, 2014. So he was there either way.
2: Yeah. Huh. That's crazy. That is
0: crazy.
1: And he just like, uh, he just casually tells that on <laughs> on our stupid show.
0: But it, but Doctor it, it Dre so was cool. at the Apple Store, but it didn't make you know now now these days sure you're gonna there's so many Apple Stores you're gonna see celebrities there, but like yeah. when you know you're one of the few Apple Stores, and maybe it was before 2014 when he came in, but uh-huh. all sure, I but... know for a fact is Doctor Dre was hanging out in the Palo Alto Apple <laughs> Store for no damn reason. I'm like Palo Alto, like you came out here like for why? Yeah, it made sense. It made sense later on.
2: Yeah. He's probably yeah, he was probably just thinking about it. He was probably just looking around. He's like, do I want my baby to be in here? Like, is does this fit? But what
0: is Apple all about, right? Because even yeah. when the, the announcement was made, everyone was like, What what what's what's the what? game here? Is it is yeah. it their algorithm of their software? Like, do they uh-huh. need headphones? They've never done headphones, right? It was actually first looked at as kind of like a, a weird mismatch of like, what is Apple doing yes. with this and why would they why would they be doing this? Um now it's, you know, evolved over years and- um um, Johnny I- uh, you know vision of and that relationship is kind of fizzling Apple's done their own thing with Apple Music but um, yeah. it was it was still a question mark when it first happened so no one, no one no one saw that coming at the time quite honestly because they also had the iPod so yeah. it'd be like why yeah. why are we doing this um, so that was that was a cool story uh, that was actually a fun one just to see how that played out business wise
2: yeah right dude that's so that's cool so do you cool. miss working at the Apple store
0: no <laughs> look I made great relationships there I think at the time when you're talking about peak apple it was an amazing place to work at um, yeah. I think looking back young Brian probably drank a little bit of the Kool-Aid but I think because I worked there I actually mm-hmm. stopped drinking the Kool-Aid you could oh. see more that happens behind the scenes and I'm not saying it's not a great place to work at I loved working there but yeah. I don't miss working there how about that yeah, I mean, yeah. and I always seeing it wasn't seeing, as magical yeah and I always love seeing um, and you know talking to people or you know whatever sometimes people at apple stores like recognize me and it's kind of fun to say like hey i worked in an apple store too and they're like what yeah. you know and it's, so it's yeah. it, it's a it's a good point of reference like look we can all do whatever we want to do and end up in all these crazy places like we all start somewhere and you know because yeah. there's a lot of people that want and you do just happen to start
1: in an apple store next to steve jobs that's fine yeah
0: yeah <laughs> he, he also would come to like a lot of the events so like the launch of all the OSs. Remember, yeah. this is a big deal. They would do store launch openings for the operating system. and People would line up. Now it's distributed uh, yeah. for free over the air. So <laughs> Steve Jobs would come when we would launch actual, uh, you know, leopard and a mountain oh. lion and things oh. like that.
1: That's Tiger. So crazy.
0: I remember yeah. all that stuff. I remember wow. because we would like, the stores really, you know, the whole clap culture and getting hype That was there from day one. Yeah. So when people like, oh, all these people are like lemmings, just totally slaves (laughs) to Apple. Like quite honestly, it is a good feeling. It's fun. It's exciting. It it elevates your emotions. People that walk into these stores that aren't even working for Apple feel good because everyone's like cheering them on and clapping them. And hell yeah, they're going to spend more money because of that. But that has always been the case. We would always clap in people on an OS. I remember even like wearing these like super I'm a sneakerhead these super these like <laughs> chrome dipped shoes and dancing <laughs> in the front of the store before they opened and SJ was there and people were like dude you're just like acting full like in front of SJ but then someone's like yeah but he was smiling i'm like hell yeah
2: Dude, you were fucking dancing in front. We're doing stupid jobs, what? Like, like, like a cuckoo,
0: like a cuckoo, like with silver shoes. We were
2: supposed to save this guest for the end of like the like the last episode of Genius Bar ever. I know. Now every other guest is fucked. Yeah, no, this is
0: not. These are Dude. these are all fun. These are all fun little stories. Um, no,
2: fun little stories that only have, a few have people have. On the I have more questions, Brian. So, OK, okay. Yeah. You, you you said you went to the iPhone event. You were there. Cov- you were covering it as media, correct?
0: I was there actually at the time. Um, I was I was actually kind of lampooning between the Apple store and oh. um, a job at Spec Products, which was a case company that still does cases. Um, yeah. So that's why. Spec. So that's why I was there. That's
2: right. That's right. Okay. So what's the most recent Apple event you've gone to? Have you gone to one at Apple park or was it only at the old infinite loop campus?
0: I only went to events when they were at Moscone, um, and the old, old infinite loop. Um, I have yet to be invited to, um, current new Apple events. And even when I was over at my old employer, um, and remember, I told you about how that relationship was severed for about five years, right? Remember, I told <laughs> yeah. you about that, right? Right? Remember that? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah. I do. That happened. No relation.
2: Um, no relation. Yeah.
0: But there was a different regime, That's and so look, fun. I at the time, Brian had to do what his boss told him to do, even though he didn't want to do it and knew it was a bunch of stink was going to happen from it. Yeah. Um, I didn't take the fall for that, but people were mad that it happened.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, because it seems like now you have a pretty good working relationship with the company, right? Like they, I believe you get the products a little earlier. Right now, right now
0: I do. You know, I think that I just, I told, I tell them, you know, I'm going to be honest about it. I'm not going to um, make up anything and I'm going to tell, be truthful with my experiences. And as long as they respect that. And, you know, I think that if something changes, it changes, but I can't control this. Like I cannot control if I like a product or not. You know, I've said this product is great, but I'm not going to buy it. Um, and it's not for me. Um, and if that, if if that's a reason why, like, we don't want to give this person access to product, well, I can't control that either. So, um, I, am on, how about this? I'm on their, I'm on, I guess I'm on their list right now, which I know it's very hard to get on and I feel really like lucky, but at the same time, I can't act like I own the, owe them anything because of that. I just have to do what I always did before I got on the list. Um, so yeah.
2: Yeah. No, that's you think I'm on the list.
0: <laughs> the, not, the, the naughty list? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, John, for you're sure. definitely on the, you're definitely sure. on the naughty <laughs> list. I mean, if you ever get product from them, it might be a USB C to lightning cable five years later to review.
1: <laughs> yeah. After the report. Should I,
2: should I reach out to Apple and say, can I review the braided USB C to lightning cable? Dude, start
1: there. So Sam has reached out to them a lot. Yeah. And sometimes he gets a reply, but they. They won't commit. They, they're they afraid. They have commitment issues. <laughs> well, I, think, I, think I think I'm on
2: that, Apple's gray
0: list. I think, I think what, what, it, what it comes down to is you just got to put your head down and work hard. And if it happens, it happens. There's people that have been trying for years. There's a time where I, I was given a single product review, I think maybe two years ago. And then I didn't uh, at least early access. And I didn't after that for like a year and a half. And, you know, mm. I think sometimes people will question why would they do that? Like, you know, This is a different game where, A, there's not going to be enough access to give to everyone, and Apple will try out who they want to try out at different times. Some people who used to get lots of access get less access. Some people who might be uh, someone that they want to work with more to get... Like, I don't know what their algorithm is internally, but they choose, choose, and we can't... You know, I, I do know, look, some people are really fortunate to just get everything all the time, no matter what, and I do feel... Like it might taint their coverage a little bit. I'm just being honest, mm. but yeah. I just I'm, I can't roll that way, and so I'm just gonna keep on doing what I do. Like I'm not afraid to give bad apples if there's a bad apple, right? You yeah, know? and <laughs> exactly. I feel like when I throw them out, that they're fair. And um, so if like they've never told me stop throwing out bad apples, right? <laughs> yeah, they yeah, have never said. Yet. I've never been. None of my coverage has ever been changed or said. Can you do this instead? Or none of that. None of that. And so... Well, you know what is a good apple?
1: I do. Do you know what is a good
2: apple? Oh, I know the best apple. Magic Spoon,
1: everybody! Oh, my God! I've had this cereal!
2: (laughs) You have? It's so good. Dude, it's (laughs) the best!
1: We saved the best for last! It's one of our favorite sponsors ever. Magic Spoon. I mean, I think out of all the sponsors we have, I think we've been doing the show for almost a year. And out of all the sponsors that have ever been on the show... Every time we promote Magic Spoon, people on Twitter and everywhere just like posting pictures of the Magic Spoon box because of us, because it's delicious. It's the best cereal. Oh, it's like it's delicious. It's like all the cereal that you used to eat as a kid, but now if you ate it, it would like give you a heart attack and you just die. Guys, this tastes like that without the heart attack.
2: I've been gaining weight. I've <laughs> okay. gained like twenty pounds in the past two months, and I'm the heaviest <laughs> I've ever been. And I was just like touching my stomach during the show. Did you and say I was, like, heaviest or happiest? <laughs> <laughs> heaviest and okay. i was like you know what i can't eat like i used to anymore you know that feeling when you like with that age you hit when you're like man these pounds don't be disappearing <laughs> yeah. Sam, yeah, Sam,
0: I, Sam I you're a young buck
2: yeah yeah well this buck is he's out of rut now and he's he's starting <laughs> to limp a little bit because of all the weight tying him down all right so you, you guys know how it is you, you got to start watching what you're eating and then you're like oh but Usually it's like you gotta go on a diet or eat something that's like healthy and it's bad. But what if yeah, what stupid. if there was this middle ground? What if there was like healthy, but also still really, really good? And that's exactly what magic How is. How healthy, because-
1: Sam? Are you do you mean zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net car grams of carbs in each serving? Are you saying it's keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free, and low carb? is that what you're saying?
2: John, I'm also saying that it's 140 calories only per serving. No way, that's crazy. Can you believe it? Dude, you can build your own box and let me just read off the flavors because these truly make it um so special. There's cookies and cream and maple waffle, which are like perma flavors back. I haven't gotten to try those yet.
1: It's I haven't had spoon. the maple waffle one yet, but that's like that's, that's what uh, I want.
2: Peanut butter still at the tippy top of my list. Yo, yeah. yeah, I want that There's cookies something. and cream, man. No, it sounds so good, right, Brian? So they've got peanut butter, they've got fruity. I'm not even reading them. They've got frosted and they've got <laughs> coca or chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate. <laughs> Don't forget the peanut chocolate. butter. That's
1: the best flavor flavor. Yeah. You said I think, peanut you know butter, so what I think? I, didn't want to I think every guest, it's uh, listen, Magic Spoon. I'm not saying you need to do anything. I'm just saying that it'd be nice if every time there was a guest on the show, you just tossed them a box.
2: That would be fun. So yeah, can we
1: get guys, Brian Tong uh, a magic spoon? What if you tossed me a box?
0: box and then someone actually tossed me a box and it went from your camera to mine through the magic? Dude, thing. We could have
2: done that think. if we planned it out better, but yeah, we that did that would not be plan so it cool. <laughs> Next time, next time. Okay, so you guys get five dollars off when you go to magicspoon.com slash genius bar. That's magic spoon, M-A-G-I-C S P O O N dot com. Five dollars off. That's five dollars off. It's such a good deal. If you haven't tried it, listen, treat yourself. It's almost Thanksgiving. <laughs> That turkey's not going to fill you up, but Magic Spoon They
1: will. need to pay extra for this episode because Brian Tong's on it.
2: <laughs> they should. <laughs> up Triple the rate. Triple <laughs> okay. the rate. Thank okay, you, Spoon Magic Spoon, for Spoon.
1: supporting this episode of the Genius Bar. Okay, Brian Tong, the way this works is after the last ad read, like after we have filled all, all of our responsible obligations on this show... Uh, all bets are off. There are no rules, and you can say whatever you want. We lean back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We kind of get comfy. Yeah, I'm always comfy with y'all. I'm always comfy. Yeah, these are Dems. The rules, okay? Dems the rules. All right. Are we good? Oh, oh, Sam. Can we talk about real quick? Since uh, there are no rules. A little bit behind the scenes, Sam. We have Brian Tong on this week. Okay, world famous. He met Steve Jobs. His his time is valuable. Okay, Sam is late. He can't and he's (laughs) stranded. He can't drive back to come onto the show. Why? Because Sam, his car has like a Windows update or some shit, so he can't come here and do the show. What happened, Sam?
2: Dude, there's this update that came out, and I have this freak thing about updates to where I I have to do it right away. So, like right before (sighs) a show with Brian Fucking Tong. I did it 40 minutes before I had to leave. It only takes 20 minutes. I drive a Tesla and I can't believe yeah, the Sam. update. The disrespect. Like 60%. Yeah. no, it was 60%. <laughs> the Wait, disrespect. Brian, you, have to, you have to drive a Tesla. You live in California no, and don't. you're a tech YouTuber. What? No, what don't. car do you drive?
0: I drive a, 370, a Nissan 370Z. I love a stick shift. My mm, lady drives a Tesla. That's fair. Um, I don't. I, I would love to down the road. But I will just look. See, this is the misconception. Just because you're a tech YouTuber does not mean you need to drive a damn Tesla.
1: Also, yeah, d- can we talk them. about, uh, since Brian it. Tong gets all the stuff early, Brian, uh, Apple Car.
0: Oh, will I will I get an Apple Car earlier? Uh, do, if you they think, ever make one? do you
1: think you're on that list?
0: Um, I don't know. It depends on how nicely I speak of it, probably.
1: <laughs> uh, I'd say, I, you know, your whole like rule of like, I give bad apples regardless. I think you go a full I think you should start now. A full year of no bad apples. <laughs> because then
3: just I'm not to the saying to car.
1: compromise your integrity. I'm just saying <laughs> if it's a bad apple just don't put the video out. It's not like you're not saying it in a video. You, the video just didn't make it out, you know, corrupted files. I th- I think corrupted how about this? I'll,
0: I'll be real with you. I think we're at the point where most of Apple's products are pretty dang good, but maybe there's specific features or aspects of them that make them bad apples or decisions, yeah. which which I do lean into. Like, Funny you, know, you mention it! Such as? Sam, did you watch my video?
1: <laughs> the one for just a couple of days ago, Sam!
2: <sighs> what? Sorry. I was just okay, thinking this about is, something. I, was I guess about we could sort of blame
1: video. Brian Tong for this, because we were on his show just yeah. like early last week, and... We start. Uh, we started this conversation of like, I think Sam said something about they make great products or something, and then I said I think they make decent products. And Brian Tong, being the professional that he is, made me explain that. So I explained what I meant by I think that the hardware is great, but the software is lacking, and because they don't, because the software is not there, it can't be classified as a great product. Made a whole video about that,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, it was. I was very. I was pretty nervous about that video. It's called Apple Socks Now and It's Your Fault. It's a reused title. It's part two, by the way. For the OGs, the front page tech, there was a video out in like 2018 that had that title. Um, and I was nervous about that video, but the comments were very, very supportive and wonderful. And so if, you, if you're part of the toilet squad and you comment on the video, uh, thank you. A lot of people... It was weird because it's like... A lot of the comments people were glad that somebody... I guess with a little, uh, with a platform said something like experiences that they're having, but maybe they thought it was just them or I don't know. Maybe they thought they were isolated issues, but it turns out a lot of people are having software issues. And it's to a point now where it's like, it's not just your iPhone or whatever. Like in that one video, I gave examples, I gave screenshots, I gave video examples, proof on my end of at least one problem with every single product category. And I don't remember a time where there was like, I couldn't depend on my Apple Watch. I couldn't depend on my fucking Mac because my cursor would just disappear half the time. My iPhone touchscreen didn't work. It's just... Sam, fuck you! Bye! <laughs>
0: hey, John. <laughs> Take you know, Sam off the show. You know what? We, we don't even need to put Sam in this podcast. You, just, you can just kick him off right now. I know, just, dude. I will just, just cut out all them. the parts of Sam talking and just me <laughs> and you.
2: Hey, hey guys. For everybody that didn't watch John's video, um, I actually did watch it. Let me recap it really quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sorry you don't want good i'm sorry you like shitty software mr update your car and you can't drive it because it took 40 minutes to up- update the
2: software the
0: disrespect uh, yeah on All a right. podcast with I, brian
2: tong and you're late i do have to come clean about something go oh ahead no, here we go i experienced my first serious apple bug
1: there the it is everybody
2: first yeah, they finally
1: got him. Wait, yeah. Your first ever bug? No, just like that recently. Came.
2: Cause I remember last episode I was like, I just I haven't seen any of this and like I've been very vocal that like I don't Okay, really think for these real are though, issues. did you watch the video? I for real I did not watch the video because I kind of what the at fuck? The that I don't watch your special videos.
1: <laughs> what? Sam like, I am hurt.
0: I mean there's a okay, level of preparation see how it is. There's a level of preparation that happens when you come on a show and you're actually a co-host of the show. I for one <laughs> I for one <laughs> also did not watch his video
3: (laughs) (laughs) well
1: to be fair i the video the whole premise of the video started on your show well so i kind of said the same thing over there here's
0: here's what i also thought was kind of (laughs) fascinating i noticed reading some of your tweets that our conversation on my show actually sparked your both of your brains a little because i saw sam throw out a tweet about apple should make a camera yes that 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 was a thing that we talked about on on our show as well basically like
1: the rule is, if anyone listening to this show, you want like a really good episode of Genius Bar, <laughs> you should just go listen to Brian Tong's podcast. Yeah, Apple based LS. Make sure to take it, it, it exactly was great. that way. It was
0: great with guests like you.
1: <laughs> we should oh. do what if like just every week we're a guest on your show, you're a guest on this show, and we, that's just how we every do Every week, every week, I will give you. <laughs>
0: Are you? Try- oh, I know why. Three percent to-
1: of the sponsorship money.
0: No, I think I think it's because you need Forever, diversity your on your show. That's why that's why you want me on every week. So <laughs> yeah, so the cancel crowd doesn't come after your yeah, no asses. That's, the that's, cancel that's crowd is going to be like, yeah. hey, they don't have anyone that's not a white guy. Yeah, we're going to cancel <laughs> yeah. genius. Sam is the
1: whitest. That's the problem. He, like, even with clear. you,
0: like that, it's.
1: Is
2: a bad ratio because Sam is the widest. The farthest we'll go is a diverse male. I couldn't. I couldn't be woke <laughs> enough to have a woman on the podcast. <laughs> I Shut up. I couldn't. It's just. It's just not my style. Do what we have
1: any Sam? We have like That's a sarcasm, guest list of people of that we're planning on having on. You
2: know, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's people, and like I would love to have I Justine on. I want to have. Uh, uh, I'm literally waiting wow. because she. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell she, you the name. Okay, she's Chris, changed, her name. She's changed Crystal, her name. Crystal Laura. Oh, Crystal Laura. Yeah, but yes. she had the channel before that she stopped, and there's something Wait. weird there that I've always wanted to ask her about. Oh, still about when she used to work with Jonathan Morrison, and then they stopped working together, and then she went dark for a year, and then she came back with a different name. Anyway, this is Shit. some deep YouTube stuff that I've been like, it's been on my mind. Dude, for that,
1: if dude, if Samsung gets me with the cease and desist stuff and then take me to court, I'm gonna go dark for a year and come back as mm-hmm. GZPZ. No,
0: don't <laughs> leave me.
2: Here's what I'm saying. There's there's um <laughs> there's a disproportionate amount of, of men that do tech and
0: well there there clearly of, is it. i think that i think that That's just a thing. it does it does also i think it it helps we want i think we not think we want more female representation but what also sucks is that you know the the tech bro culture is pretty toxic towards females and very discouraging yeah. Dog, So it, yeah it's yeah. not even the creators it's yeah, the it's, demographic yes. is just it's it's brutal this is not about being woke this is about being a freaking good human it's exactly. nasty. I hate exactly. it. And so, <laughs> yeah. look, you know, that it's not, it's because the culture is actually discouraging for people that really genuinely, how, imagine how sucky it would be. Like, you just genuinely love this stuff and you're just basically personally attacked for how you look. Uh, uh, You're attacked, like you're being told horrible things about X, Y, and Z. And you just want to talk about tech because you love it. Yeah. yeah. It's... It's trash, yeah. man. It's trash. Yeah, no, that's why. Like, um,
1: there have been times where, and this is—I'm a dude, I'm a straight white dude uh, that makes fart noises on the internet. That's what I do. But there are times in, the, like, when I'm editing the show, and I—I'm ha- not kidding. I've done this, where there's like a fuzz on my hoodie or something that I know will everyone's attention will be on. So I will, I will mask it out before the episode goes out. Literally, just because if it goes out that way the conversation in the comments will not be about what I made the video about. So it'll just feel like a waste of time because everyone's down in the comments like, look at the thing on your, you. You have a thing on your, did you just eat, you fat ass? Is the thing on your shirt. That'd be like, <laughs> oh, that's God. all the comments will hey, be. So I, wait, wait, I take the work and I fucking mask John, it all
0: out. Is, is that a crumb from a, from a biscuit yeah. you just it on your, on your yeah. neck <laughs> <laughs> a fucking biscuit <laughs> a biscuit he can't mask
2: a podcast yeah. Uh, yeah. you
0: can't mask a biscuit crumb bro <laughs> um, but, but that, that, make that a t-shirt but, out, of um, all the,
1: out of all the things you could have picked you picked a biscuit I do love a biscuit <laughs> i just,
0: I'm just eating a
1: biscuit before the show hang on guys Sam's updating his car and I'm eating a biscuit do you guys go to Cracker Barrel ever? yeah no, no.
0: I don't even have a Cracker cracker Barrel near me I've seen them, but I haven't haven't been. Dude, I once
1: took a girl to Cracker Barrel to break up with her.
0: Mm, That's a great place to break up with someone, because that's where I would take someone if I wanted to break up with them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much ruined that restaurant forever for her.
0: So that's nice. Oh, that's really sad. But
1: like, I can't. Oh. You can't like invite her over to your house, right?
0: What do you mean? If she's down and she likes Cracker Barrel, that makes her like a down to earth girl.
1: That's what I'm saying. You got to take them to. Okay, if I break up with you at my house.
0: Oh, you're saying no no matter how... Breakup spots? Great breakup spots? uh, A park at night in the car? uh, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like like, overlooking some sort of skyline if possible where it's dark. And you can talk and be real but not have to look each other in the eye. And then <laughs> yeah, the lights the of the city so kind of make it more pleasant because it's <laughs> yeah. I've done dude, this. What, I've been on both <laughs> ends of this.
2: Dude, what Brian just described is like only an LA thing. He's like literally <laughs> yeah. go to runyon cannon. Every time some girl like, like pulls him up to like some dude,
1: scary nights Starry Nights guy, he's like, Oh fuck, here we go again.
2: Dude, John has <laughs> like a cornfield he could take someone to where he lives now. Bro, there's gonna be a cow mooing in the background. While He's breaking this girl's I wish he heart. was
1: joking. I wish that was a joke.
0: <laughs> it's not a joke. Oh, okay, it's hold real. on. Okay. um, uh, What are we talking about right
1: now? Dude, who knows? I think we were talking about women in tech and somehow yeah, he, we're oh, yeah. talking about yeah, Cracker yeah, Barrel. Right, right,
0: right. That's what I was trying to yeah.
1: <sighs> Anyway, the point was, you can't break up with them at the house because then you're st- if the situation is awkward, it's your house and you're stuck there. Would you call the police to come get her? If you break up at a Cracker Barrel and it gets awkward, she can stay if she wants to finish the food and you can just exit the situation.
0: I will also say, um, you would go for a potty break not, and
1: just never go back.
0: <laughs> I also say there are, there are, there can be sometimes when you break up, um, and if it's at your house, you can make up at your house.
1: Mm. No, it wasn't that kind of breakup. It was like, okay, get the fuck out. That kind mm. of breakup. <laughs> Sam, Sam, you oh, know what? No.
0: If you if learned anything from I, this, don't listen to anything I've said in the past 10 minutes because none of it
2: works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh the, so don't listen to any of the women in tech is a problem? Got it. Oh, Got no, it. no, 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 no. That, not that part. <laughs> Br- we're going to call the episode Brian Tong comes out as women well, hater. <laughs> yeah, what happened to not getting us canceled?
1: That. Don't, yeah, don't do this. Don't do this. Can cancel it Charisma, took you really. like five minutes after you said that to get us canceled. <laughs>
0: Don't do this! Don't do this! Oh God! Yeah, is there,
2: you guys. Well, I mean, talk we did.
1: We did give everyone a heads up that it's the end of the show and all bets yeah, are yeah. off. So Brian Tong was just bound true. to get us canceled. So true.
2: Do you guys want to actually do our jobs and talk about the news, though? We haven't what, talked about no, the news yet. Okay,
1: I have my I'm, iPad Mini, the best Apple product in the last five years. Shut up, Sam! I don't up, know about Sam. that. You know about to that? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> no, it's the best.
2: Bad taste for you.
1: That's great. No, it's the best for everyone.
2: No, okay. it's literally. No, not. let's check our not.
1: favorite appletrack.com.
2: Yeah. There's been some, I've been doing some blogging. Did you guys see that Tim Cook owns crypto? That That's was yes. cool. Yeah, yes.
1: fascinating.
2: I like to see Hey, I don't need the sarcasm. <laughs> oh. Okay. Because some of us are crypto some, some of the crypto bros on this podcast the were kind of excited bros. that one of our own came out.
0: Okay. okay. So some uh, of the crypto bros meaning one of three? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not a crypto yeah. bro. Uh. No, look, look. I wanted to get into Bitcoin earlier, but I you know, I said to myself, if it blows up, cool. If it doesn't, cool. It doesn't matter. It blew up big. I don't feel like I missed anything for my life other than being able to buy a Tesla on the side if I put in $400 back in the day when it was just starting. <laughs> yeah. But also, I just don't like the fact, look, okay, no Uh-oh. one here, and there's a lot of crypto tech bros that act I'm gonna like I'm going to pull know... up Sam
1: here because yeah. his reaction is probably going to be- probably that, the They act like they know say. what the
0: hell's going on here. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> no one knows what the hell is going on here because <laughs> Elon Musk can put out a damn tweet and kill the price of crypto just because he said something. So yes, stocks are based on speculation. Crypto is based on speculation and how many people are investing in the market. But at least with a stock, it's kind of based on some level performance instead of a tweet by Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Sam, like your rebuttal? I'm serious. Now, I'm not saying it's not lucrative. Look, we all like that money, money, but. Damn, if I'm going to let Elon Musk determine my portfolio, hell no.
2: (laughs) Rebuttal starting. Okay, here we go. All right, counterpoint. (laughs) Elon did the same thing to Tesla stock when he said price too high IMO. He also recently out of the pocket was like yeah the deal's not even confirmed Elon also attacks people like Bernie Sanders for no reason so <laughs> Elon can just as easily manipulate a stock price as he can I would say Dogecoin rather than crypto in general because okay. I don't think I think there was a point b- when any markets knew that he had the ability to make it go up and down yes, that's a crazy amount of power and yes crypto is speculative, but I also believe crypto does have inherent value and for a long time I didn't believe that but with inflation, starting to be a, a more serious conversation that it has i I was saying for years like to my friends back in 2020 I was having this conversation 2019 pre-pandemic I was like Crypto is a hedge against inflation. I think it's a really good way to put your money. Just like people will go to silver and gold whenever inflation starts going up. It's a safer asset. You can do the same thing for crypto, crypto, Bitcoin. When I say crypto, I'm, I'm speaking specifically to Bitcoin, Ethereum, and maybe Ripple. I'm not talking about like the alt Z coin that like your favorite influencer made up. I, I believe those are broadly scams. But I, I think- <laughs> Crypto democratizes wealth to, to groups of people that have never been able to be part of the financial system before. I think it it holds banks accountable for the, the money that they print, and I also think it serves as a hedge against inflation, and I think it allows normal people to also gain wealth in a very serious way. I so, can't I, tell if Sam I, I sounds- I believe it's the future.
1: I can't tell I, if Sam sounds very smart or if he sounds like a doomsday prepper.
0: Okay, he's how about this? I think a lot of the points you make are valid. It's absolutely part of the future. But it's it's not the, the future. I think when you talk about has it made making money more accessible? Dude, look, this is just from me. This is my observation. You still don't see the general middle class person, A, understand crypto, B, invest in crypto. Crypto is controlled by, you know, the tech bros. Let's be real about it. Let's be real about it. So it is. it's not at the point right now where it is for everyone. I see what you're saying. It has the potential to, but it's not. It's just not. I think you can can agree or disagree with me, but it's not.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree right now. It's not there. That's a bad apple. I'm speaking about that for those people that want it to be, it is there right now. Obviously, the market has not adopted. I mean, like... Adopting a cell phone is, is one idea. Obviously the market is not pouring their, their wealth into like wealth is a very complicated topic because like that is how in the U S like we basically define our humanity is like your amount of wealth. And, and I don't think people are willing to switch over <laughs> from the, the United States dollar right now. I do believe that there will be, I, I believe there will be a day when we don't use USD and in, in the traditional sense, like when, when we're not cash apping USD, I think we'll be cash apping. a a digital currency Mm. of some kind, whether it's Bitcoin or something else. I'm obviously that's not now, but I am, I'm a very big believer and, uh, and seeing how other countries are adopting it when like their currency starts crashing and like they're, they're accepting Bitcoin. Like, yes, obviously right now I I should be clear. That's I'm I'm not. not Yeah. I mean, you're talking
0: the way your timeout was like the present. And I just wanted to be clear that I agree there. It is part of the future. I'm not a crypto hater by any means. I think it's fascinating. Um, I think they're obviously look, you can get in early. I think also in a way in a way, that window to get in early is already passed. And the people that started all this crypto stuff are the ones that are really making the money, not Joe Schmo, who today is opening up a Coinbase account and saying, I'm gonna buy some Ethereum. It's those that window of those huge gains are are our our days gone by for that person. And so can can there be something that, you know, even let's say uh right when to your point of how the general consumer has access to this squid game, you know, oh. currency, the squid game currency. Like that's good. that that is an example that scares the hell out of people for people that don't understand it, which is a large majority of the population to be like, "Hey, I'm getting into this new crypto" It's Squid Game crypto, and then you just get the wool pulled under you. That those that's uh, that's not going to be the only time that happens. I'm not going to use that as like this is why crypto is bad, but it is one of the examples of why crypto is so hard for a general consumer A to first of all even wrap their head around and then trust it. Right? You if you're in the boys club, you're 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 making gains, but if you're not, you're it's not affecting you right now. John, you're being real quiet. Do you? Do you want to jump in on this? Like, where do you stand on this stuff?
1: Well, no. So Sam is very passionate about <laughs> cryptocurrency, so that's why I thought it was a good conversation for someone that uh, was about to tell him that it wasn't. It wasn't a big deal right now. That uh, I, I think it's. I uh, think it's I a big deal, but response. I'm not
0: as. Look, I, I. I guess I'm more in like. You, I'm not, you think it's the future, but the future's not now. It's part of the future.
2: I don't mm, even think okay. it's the future. Future.
1: Can I jump in for of a
2: couple points for what <laughs> yes. Brian just said too? Um,
1: I okay. This feels like a presidential debate. Yeah. Okay. You got 30 seconds. Go. Don't go over time. Talk like Um, down.
2: I I think that view of like, you know, the boat has passed is true if you are looking for like huge games, but you could also say the same thing about like, like investing in general is a very important part of financial literacy. It like makes a difference between like the top set of Americans and the bottom set is literally just if you invest over time. And so it's like, you could look at Amazon, right? Amazon's like a $2,000 stock. So it's like, oh, you missed the boat for gains, but it's like, generally they will go up over time their financials are looking pretty good. Like you will still make money. And and that's, what's important about crypto for me is I, yes, people look at it as a way to make a quick buck. That's like, yes, I have made some substantial casts through crypto, but I've never like bought and sold like day to day or day traded or something just because I, um, like I genuinely is a part of my portfolio that I, I think is important. And to me, ignoring crypto completely is putting you at an economic disadvantage. If you're, if you're not even going to put 5%. Into yeah. your portfolio. I'm not saying you got to go 100% Bitcoin yellow. Like that's yeah. stupid. Mm. But I do believe it's an important part and can help economically improve the life of a lot, not even Americans, literally anybody that gets into it. There are also great risks. It is still a new technology. The second point I wanted to make is you were like, yeah, people can get the rug pulled into them. We've seen this with influencer scams, we've seen this all over the place with crypto, where the coin comes, the founder makes money, and then they disappear. That's super fucked up. Nobody wants that. And it is to me almost an exact parallel of like the dot-com bubble where everybody's like the internet, that's going to be big. Let's just like make (laughs) a bunch of stuff for it. And then let's do some really (laughs) sketchy things to make it a big deal. And obviously the vast majority of those companies don't work out. What are some of the companies from the dot-com bubble that did really well? A little bookstore called Amazon. That was a crazy idea at the time. But that change the way the world works, and I draw that parallel to to some things like Bitcoin, with an anonymous founder, and other ways that 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 make this obviously it it it's made up. It's not based off of anything. That's that's a very um, I think that's a fair argument and a fair concern about it. No, yeah, but I like I, I like
0: I like what you're saying. I I hundred percent would agree with a good amount of your points as well. You know, I th- I just think that this is you know we also have to put into the reality strikes and with people, you know, having disposable income to even take a risk on cryptocurrency, that is not a large majority of the population today. Right. Yeah. Like I know you're yeah. like I know you're saying, you know, five percent should go, but I'm just saying like, okay, let's just come down to earth a time. But there's a majority of people that don't even have the resources to get into crypto. And that's yeah. why I lean towards saying, and it, I don't want to, it sounds derogatory, but I do feel like there is some truth. When I say tech bros, look, we are part of the tech culture, right? We are. And um the the tech community is the one really driving this crypto stuff and people with yeah. high amounts of disposable income to throw their money into it to be able to create value, right? If they didn't, if they don't throw their money into it, this doesn't have value, right? So yeah. it's just that. The large majority of people out there don't even have the resources to even be able to risk playing in crypto, and I think that you know, for people that are fortunate enough, that's a smaller segment of the population.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely, completely agree. Tech bros I saw Sarah DG tweeting about this the other day about like crypto bro culture being really bad, and I was no. like, "Fuck that!" She's right. Uh, but like, but here's Sam. It, it, you know, it,
0: that's not you. You're not bad. No, 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 no. Are. I
2: know that. I I'm not taking that personally. I'm I'm like there are these problems in the community and, and in tech in general that leans very yes. heavily male that makes it very like agree. That's not like a thing where I'm like, Oh, I feel bad. No, it's like, that's a thing that also needs to be addressed. Um, what, what do you say at the same time as you're yeah. also exploring all of these other great ideas, like to be awareness of it, right? Like, Hey, am I being toxic by saying this thing? Hey, I'm, I'm into this. And just cause you aren't like, that's just something as like people in the comments, you have to realize that you just need more empathy. Yeah. Also,
0: like, I haven't seen it from you, Sam, but like, it really makes me laugh when I see people who are content creators that just get all excited about, you know, their crypto going up and post screenshots of the, the you know, the value and the the chart of the line going, and they're like, oh, my gosh, it went up. I'm like, you had nothing to do with that. You yeah, just yeah. like, like, do you know why it went up? No, you don't it's no guess what the people who made it go up are a bunch of rich dudes that threw all their money into it not you you yeah. just have yeah. to be a, like it's the you're world. just here for the ride and they're acting like experts and they're saying you gotta get in a crypto you gotta get in a Shiba. <laughs>
2: voice it's like no you're right you've nailed like, it and that, is, and that pushes you know, people away that, yes. like that's huge that's so fucking huge dude because I've seen that like Bitcoin used to be this very like fun, safe place to be like, let's like mm-hmm. play around. But now it's like, you haven't YOLO'd and like put <laughs> your coins on every platform. Like, bro, I- dude, I- Brian, I've told this story before, but like there was this guy that was trying to be to, to get me to be part of basically a crypto scam where he was going to oh, pay me like, yes. 30, he was pay me, like 30K a month to promote his coin. And I obviously said Yikes. no because I was like, this is not okay. But Yikes. I remember he told me, he was like, yeah, I don't even like use USD anymore. Like I like I don't and then I was like, "Oh, how do you pay taxes?" And he was like, "Ah, none of us really worry about taxes here." Like it's that kind of culture. It, it like you said it's those actors that ruin it for everybody. Right? And it makes it makes it much more murky and and hard to actually understand what's going on for a common enthusiast. So And, and I, I think Agreed.
0: Yeah, and I think that um those 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 people that are, are really like kind of dictating this, it's it's one of those things, it sounds so silly and stupid. Like, look, we all want to make a buck. Everyone does. Um, there's plenty of people that will do it in whatever way possible to make that buck, like that guy that mm-hmm. wanted to run the crypto scam. Um, but I just, part, part of that culture around it makes it feel icky to me. And I mm-hmm. literally do not own a single, single cent of crypto right now. I just don't. Got gotcha. you. Maybe Same. that'll change. Oh, it's you two. You two, JP.
1: Yeah, that's JPZ to
0: you. <laughs> no, it's it's actually GZPZ. <laughs> GZPZ. GZPZ. PZ. I fucked
1: it up. <laughs>
0: GZPZ. But, um So, and I don't. I'm gonna change
1: um, my lower third on front page tag to GZPZ. You should. When it shows my name. Like honestly, sh- Sam,
0: sh- Sam, if you're on a if you're like on a crypto podcast and all four of you guys were on a crypto, you guys would be having a field day. You just happen to be on a podcast where two of the three dudes do not own crypto, and we're yeah. like, yeah, fuck that.
2: <laughs> no, I, I I get it. I also feel like I'm quite uneducated on it. Like I feel like I learned something new about the space, but that is the also difference. like the NFT like most, portion, and
1: that's the difference between yeah. you doing it and other people doing it. They won't admit that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I I
2: I feel like that yeah. about almost everything in my life. I feel like I always have something more to yeah, learn. Yeah,
1: I feel like I'm dumb about everything across the board.
0: It's so. like, it's like, Sam, you're getting into it because of the speculation and the potential gains and you know a few things about, it, but you don't really feel like, oh, I really understand how this works, right? Is that what you're kind of trying to say?
2: No, I, I feel like I understand like the blockchain side of things and I, I understand I've invested to it because I've in, like, w- so you'd be like, why have you put money in it? Why? Have yes, you bought yes, yes. Yes. I have primarily done it as an investment because I believe I put in money this day. And I believe as Sam Cole, that in 2000 days, that value will be higher by some X amount than where I bought. So primarily as an investment, because I do believe it will increase. There are all these subsequent reasons that I mentioned. Like I like that it's a hedge against inflation in my mind. That's a reason I would invest. Um, I I believe that like the way money has been printed in the country and like the the way like financial crises have been this could be a way to subvert that mm-hmm. in some way with some of my wealth um and genuinely I love the idea of the blockchain that everything is public and uh so so there's there's multiple reasons um I feel like I'm I'm missing some big ones in my head just cuz like
0: no I'm not trying you know, to put it. I'm not, not honestly not, not trying to put yeah. you on a test or anything I'm just No curious, no of, you know? of
2: course but yeah I, I want to make it clear like I I have invested in it because I feel like I know enough I will be honest <laughs> when I first bought at the all-time high in 2018, I did not know what I was doing.
0: The all-time high was of what y- specifically?
2: It it, well, it was it was the high at the time. It was when that was when Bitcoin went from uh like 6,000 to 19,000. And everybody was <laughs> oh, like 19,000, okay, yeah. it's never going to go past that. Now it's obviously like 60,000 or something. But I I bought some crypto back then for the first time and I I did not know what I was doing at that time. That was literally <laughs> me buying to be part of the hype. Yeah. Over yeah, yeah. time Did it Um, work? Yeah. Like I've made my, I've made (laughs) Uh lots of money back on it, but it it wasn't like still to this day, it's like, yes, the gains are nice. But for me, it really is about like, I just love tech and I love this alternative way to store wealth. And, and to me, like, I can't remember if I heard this from somebody or I, somebody made this clear to me, but it's like, you know, we've had credit cards, right? Like we've had credit cards since like what the seventies, eighties, nineties, like they've been around for a while. And, you know, the internet obviously changed every part of the world when it like really went mainstream, but I really feel like money has not evolved over time. Like we're still using all these different individual currencies. Like, why don't we just have one currency that everybody can use and, and we wouldn't have to do transfers? Um, and obviously I'm smiling. I sound like a, I sound brainwashed talking about this. But <laughs> you do, you do,
0: but I respect you. Yeah, but, this thing you do, but like at the same time, I get it. I get it. Like, I'm not criticizing you for sounding brainwashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I (laughs) I know it sounds wild,
2: but I believe that what the internet did for the world that cryptocurrency could do for money, like it, it, it makes it go to another level. And and I don't know if this makes any sense. I just feel like it's, it's going to be the internet effect, but for money and cryptocurrency and like how we think about it is going to be completely different in 20 years. And we'll be like we had paper money and like we we <laughs> yeah. had, we like we relied on a bank, a centralized bank that could fail to store all of that. Like are we crazy? So those are my takes. Um I understand those are like very progressive views on wealth and money and finance and I I completely
1: The only thing that was missing was
2: like your supreme shirt. <laughs> I got <brought> my Palace. <laughs> this is a UK streetwear brand, so like I I I look like but yeah, I like you know there's people that take those views that are just super toxic. and they're like, well, everybody else is wrong. I don't yeah, believe yeah. that. Like, yeah. I understand you guys being like, this is real weird. There's <laughs> too much hype. Something's going to burst. I don't like it. I'm like, I get it. Like I might disagree, but I get but yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Like I think those are very human, natural things. Like we treat things that we don't understand well with a lot of skeptic skepticism. And that's why I haven't put all my money in crypto. I also, I think I still have more money, like in traditional stocks than crypto. Like, you know, you gotta, you gotta temper your expectations. There's a lot of people in the crypto community that just get a little too excited. Like the guy that's like, I don't even use the United States dollar. what? <laughs> and and yeah. it puts, it makes it so hard to understand. And it makes it so and, hard to even feel like you can be part of it.
0: Well, yeah, I, I think there's, there's honestly an elitist. an elitism. There's an elitism associated yes. with it yes. that 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 is prob that is problematic yeah. but you know that that's part of it I think but no I think thanks for sharing I mean that's really fascinating and I just that's that's kind of where I'm at with it but I really you know yeah I respect and I think I feel like you actually brought up some points that I never thought about that was really mm-hmm. cool too but I, I'm still is, not going to jump into it yet wait
1: until yeah. uh, the Apple store only accepts crypto then Brian and I are fucked well I guess not Brian because they send him products for free yeah <laughs>
0: Oh, get out of here, guys. <laughs> Only Actually, me. for free, hold up for the record, just so people know, they do okay. send them to me, but I do have to send them back. Anything yes. they send. But it does, obviously, getting it in that first group or that first window is helpful and beneficial as a content creator, as a reviewer, but I always turn return everything they give me. So I still have to buy my own stuff.
1: Yeah, I feel like, mm-hmm. so I always say this a lot when people are like, oh, Apple gives these review products to these people for free. I'm like, well, they do have to return them. Are Is there like a deadline or yes. they just got to get it back?
0: Yes, sometime? no, there is an absolute deadline. I always make it clear. I always found it fascinating that a lot of the reviewers never make that clear in their video. Like, they, yeah. I say it in front of you all still, of my reviews. In the end, you
1: buy it for yourself or you don't.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I that's how I measure if it's a product that fits for me, whether it's a good one or not. Mm-hmm. If it's a, like the iPad mini, I said it's a great product, but it's not for me. I'm not going to buy it, right? That's, I said that. Okay, sorry. The show
1: ended already. Cool. <laughs> it's over. The show ended already. Cool. And so we're going to not include that part. You talking shit about the iPad
2: mini. <laughs> <laughs> that's not talking Dude, shit. That's I keeping don't, it real, baby. <laughs> I don't know why, John. That's a bad like, apple. They should send John the next iPad mini because he'll literally just give it like a glowing review. Okay, dude, Sam, it's
1: the perfect device. Sam, If Sam, Apple sent why, you the why are give Mini 6, him would you make a video r- about it? What?
2: If Apple sent you the iPad d- Mini...
1: Dude, this side of my brain tried to listen to Brian and this side tried to listen <laughs> to Sam and I was right, like, dude, Brian, when, know, when they're go, both Brian. done, I'm going to impress everyone because I know exactly no, what each one said say. I'm going to s- answer them separately. But When you ended, my brain just went, ah.
0: Sam, you asked the question. I'm going to let you ask it. I stepped over you. I'm sorry.
2: It's <laughs> okay. It's okay. if apple sent you the ipad mini six i guess we're on the seven next like let's say it's two years from now hypothetically apple sends you the ipad mini early would you make a video about it would you make a front page tech like review would you review it no why
0: you You know why early
1: why the fuck would i do that because you love okay. it so much I know I do love it so much but that's not what I do like just because they send I'll just spend fucking five hundred dollars like a normal human being I'm not going to do extra work something that goes out to, outside my content strategy just because Tim Cook sent me a uh, an aluminum thing
0: what, what See, you feel Sam's me? like, you're I right? can't wrap. Sam, Sam, Sam's like, can't wrap <laughs> his head around this right now. He's like, but that's the difference. John, you're like, it's not my strategy. It's not my content. Yeah. Well, what what I how you guys like, feel when I was talking but,
2: about crypto? This is horrible. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> no, dude, cut That entire part is... of the episode where I'm just like, I don't comprehend how you wouldn't make a review of an Apple product, <laughs> because, especially if you well, got because, it Because Okay, for
1: you, you make reviews. That's something that you do, whether you yeah, buy a product yeah. or not. That's a goal of his. If I'm not going to make reviews if I don't make reviews now and just make one out of the blue because Apple sent me one, that's like... that. I feel like that's that's awful because I, I that's giving them special treatment just because they sent me something that I, I would normally never do that. And plus, that's extra work, dude. I don't know how to make a fucking review. They sent me a $500 thing and I got to like... I got like a bullet point on these are the pros and these are the cons and these are well, I keep it. Who is this for? And I got to do that. No, you I'm get not to doing do that shit. I don't review. know.
2: That's what I've been doing with my reviews. Like I put out my basically review of the MacBook Pro today and like I, I used to call it like MacBook Pro review and be like, who should buy? Like I, I thought so critically about it. I was like, no, what I need to start doing yeah, my videos first. and I've enjoyed them is my, this is my review. Like in the video, I was like, I love the notch and I think it's great for me. I'm not saying it's great for you, but I love it. And a lot of people were like, I had to dislike the video when you said that. I'm like, that's fine. I'm not going to pander to an audience that wants. I know (laughs) that the the majority of the audience doesn't like the notch. (laughs) I'm not going to, I know Brian's cringing. (laughs) (laughs) I know most of my audience hates the notch. I'm not going to tell them what they want to hear just to be fair to the audience. I'm going to be like, no, I love it. And I'm going to be true to me. And yeah. that to and me is the reviews that I like the most is when people well, are just sh- like straight up.
0: Yeah. But, but bro, shouldn't you always, I mean, have, have you changed that philosophy? Shouldn't that always be the case?
2: I feel like I have gone through periods where I have said,
0: or it was more like generalized
2: maybe. Yes. Yeah. Where I've been less specific and I've just been like, it's like, I, I feel like I still see this on the platform where creators will like, it's yeah. just like very safe takes bro, about bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying I've done that before. <laughs> yes. I'm just
0: saying... Um,
2: I'm not saying it's it, right. I'm just saying... I've no, done
0: I'm just saying when I see some of these reviews, these are just the bullet points that Apple has given you. Um, yeah. it's, yes. And and you it's
1: would know because so, you get the same things and you're just like, <laughs> you just said what the email said. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be real export. with you also.
0: You know, I don't like doing people's work for them. And so uh, when we have these briefings, I have a bunch of questions and the first time I started getting, you know, access to these briefings, I asked my questions and then I noticed some of these cats took the information that I pulled and put it in. I uh. pride myself on kind of asking questions that yeah. can reveal things that hopefully no one puts in their review. Right. Mm. So, so are I you guys all in the briefings together? some, some it, it's, it's a mix and match it could be, you people. just say it's, something. It, they're like, huh? And write it down. Yes. Yes, yes. So it becomes like an open form.
1: Name right? names, Brian Tong. Well, no. it's, it's different depending <laughs> on
0: product and um, timing yeah. and even maybe your priority in um, their queue. I'm not sure exactly, but whatever. They're just mm-hmm. briefings. So, um, and you know, every media outlet experiences these with certain products, right? Samsung has briefings. This is no, this is nothing new. So I'm not like breaking it. It's, yeah. it's a briefing that yeah. Samsung and Microsoft, like, you know, has. Yeah. Um. People so I just ended happen. up starting asking my questions after the briefings directly to them over email, even though I wish it was in person because I I get more information mm-hmm. that way. I just don't want people taking the nuggets that I've kind of asked about. And a great point is the whole, um, recently in the MacBook Pro, you know, there was those rumors from, um, I think Steve Moser from Mac Rumors who had surfaced, hey, there might be a high power mode on the MacBook Pro. Oh
1: yeah, I remember that, yeah.
0: No one asked that in the meeting. That was
1: Sammy Faith, I, I
0: think. Oh, okay, sorry. Um I deliberately waited. I could be wrong. I'm
1: have my dad up. That's
0: okay. I would I deliberately waited until <laughs> after the briefing to ask that question. and that's And then I looked in the settings like, you got to do work for that, right? There's some yeah. like high tier reviewers that didn't even mention that. And I'm like, what? So to me, you can, I do agree that there's a point where people get at a certain level and this is no disrespect to them, okay, first of all, but they get a certain level where they can just basically put out a review. That's the bullet points that Apple gave them. And then throw in a few opinions and they still work really hard, but I, maybe it's the reporter and the journalist in me that feels the need to dig and find something that maybe people aren't talking about. Or maybe that makes my report more. Yeah, whatever. But also maybe that makes my, my review unique. And if 10 people see mine for the first time and say, Hey, no one ever said that in your review, in their reviews of the 10 that I watched and I saw on yours. That el- that enables me to get someone new to watch my content in the future. So you got to work for that, you know, but I get it. Yeah. There's some people at a point where they don't, quote unquote, have to dig as deep. You know, I think yeah. we should all pull from our personal experiences. I, Sam, I, I'm all behind you being like, yeah, I own your th- opinions, whether people agree with them or not. And be more um, opinionated about your opinions, because that's yeah. what makes it different. Because yeah. there are we're competing against 100 plus people with a review
1: yeah that's it like and i I Mm -hmm. used to tell i used to tell this to the just like aspiring creators uh that i think that i think there's an issue where you just think you appeal to more people if you're more general about stuff and i i always say like i forget the saying but it's like if you try to reach everybody you'll end up reaching nobody and so being not like hyper targeted but just like your whatever your opinion is should come through in the title and the thumbnail because an emotion is what's going to drive that click and if it's just like MacBook Pro review okay fucking cool there's a hundred of those right now probably more and so leading leading with with your opinion is usually the best is usually the best thing to do which is where you get you know people trying to create emotion in their thumbnails with the ridiculous youtuber face we do it every single time Brian after the show is over, okay, we make a thumbnail, okay, and yes, exactly that. Except it's we're on the sa- we're on the room together. Yes, it's the worst. It's like I make I make thumbnails for my videos, and you know Sam makes them for his. But then when we do them together on the podcast, it's just silence, and it's that, it's this. Yes, literally, Actually, just we. we can just Sam, do can it now. you just
0: use this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <sighs> okay, this is
0: exactly like- it. The YouTube face isn't even a YouTube face. That's basically an O-face. But you're just yeah. doing it for a YouTube still. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's a
1: damn O-face, my brain,
2: My brain was like, what is an O-face?
1: And then I figured it out.
2: <laughs> Do you think kids watch? I always think about that when we start talking about things. And I'm just like, am I a bad person? No. What? No.
0: If Kids you watch say stuff, and you are a bad person.
2: Yes. If kids are watching and possible. you say some stuff.
1: You're not the bad person. It, their parents are the bad people for letting them watch Genius Bar. <laughs> always blame the parents. <laughs> yeah. It's always the Yo,
0: I um, I did, I did a, you know, I like to have fun with my audience, and I did a recent thing talking about a photo gallery, and I said I have so many dig pics, and then right after that, I showed dinosaur fossils being dug up, <laughs> and saying, "This is my favorite sauropod. Um, here's the tail oh of a my spinophosaurus. It hurts." And 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 um, one of the comments, a guy's like, How dare you? I had my kids watching. This is so, you know, he said something. I can't remember exactly what his last phrase was, yeah. whether it was disrespectful or so disappointing. <laughs> I've watched yeah. you for years. I responded awesome. and I said, dude, I said dig pics. He instantly deleted his comment. <laughs> oh, <what an> idiot. <laughs> he must Get have freaked, on. he must have freaked out so hard when he heard Dig Picks. Yeah. That um <laughs> He, he just went straight, right to, the yeah. Yeah, he straight to
2: the comments. Yeah, straight to the comments, clicked off the video, like
0: didn't even what, see it was a spinophosaurus. stegosaurus. It was a. It was. Or was it
2: like a small? Sp-
0: <laughs> Average. Okay. It was pretty. It was pretty. It had a pretty good length. Pretty good length.
1: <laughs> what was the girth on that stegosaurus, though?
0: <laughs> but it's like, you know, the people that love it and get it get it, and then you're gonna you're gonna freak some people out, and you know, you just gotta be you and not worry about
2: this. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, no, that's <sighs> that's like the number one piece of advice. I think I used to be like, you know, just if somebody's like, what's one piece of advice you have for creators? I feel like even on this podcast, I'd be like, just keep trying I feel like you truly love it. It'll like hopefully work out. But my new piece of advice is don't is, <laughs> is don't try in the first place. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think my new piece of advice is read the comments sometimes, but not regularly. <laughs>
1: yes dude that's real that's real brian tong do you have okay for me i don't know how to phrase the question so i just gotta i just gotta say what i do first um for me like on my last video that was a very important video to me that i worked hard on and so i i pretty much read all the comments there's thousands on that video but i i on those videos i like to read all of them but say it's a normal episode of Front Beach Tech, I probably won't read all of them. I will read them like in the first 10 minutes to make sure there's nothing wrong with the video, because a lot of times there are, because I'm not a professional. I don't proof my episodes. Um, but I have a rule where I will not read comments in the morning when I wake up, because mm. my brain is very like malleable when I first wake up, and one could get in there and just fuck up my whole day. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So
1: I don't read comments in the morning. Do you have any rules like that that you follow?
0: No, I actually... I try and read actually almost. I'll say I probably visit the comment section for the first two days and I respond to people because I want them to know that I'm actually a living, breathing human that's there. If someone says something really oh. ignorant, I will I will, come back at them. And what I find fun is sometimes <laughs> people in the comments see my response and my clapback, and they love it. They just start dying. And so I think that... Um, it takes more time, it takes more effort, but I feel like, hey, this person decided to watch my video for at least five minutes or so, out of the ten minutes mm-hmm. or twelve minutes, I'm going to show them that, like, if I say that my audience matters, I'm not, this is not an uh, indictment on anyone, I'm going to engage with my audience and um, they'll know that I'm a real person that does read their thoughts, and when I throw some of their comments in there, uh, once in a blue moon, when I have time, then they really know that I'm watching, and I just think it's fun to have this kind of dialogue and i think it's healthy that i feel like maybe arguably they my audience tends to feel like they know me and they don't it's strangers that have never seen my stuff before that write the real stupid ass stuff and those are the ones that give me the opportunity to write some real stupid ass stuff back to them but it's fun
1: yeah well brian tong just made us That's look cool. like absolute losers
0: <laughs> <laughs> no
2: I'm just gonna brian tongs my, the professional, professional strikes once like, like,
0: again but, but here's Brian's the thing, like the dad that
2: uh, visits his kids and we're like the dad that pays somebody to watch our kids yeah
0: <laughs>
1: we went out for bread and milk and no but, one's, we, but we're, like, we're, we're, like, we're like that dad. It's like, yeah, I promise I'll be at your baseball game, but there's, he's not there. He
2: never really. It's the
1: here,
0: here, Here's there. the thing you got comment. Comment sections are super toxic. And so I think what part of why I've been able to handle And I remember back in my old employer, there were some people that could not like comments will ruin people's days. Right. But I developed being in a being in a live newsroom where you will get cussed out um, just because you do the smallest thing it really made me develop a very thick skin to understand like the psychology. And this this is by no means, this is not saying that I'm tough and other people are weak. Probably to my detriment, I built up a really tough skin um, from having a news director stare me in the face and cuss me out and make me feel like crap for multiple days. But when that (laughs) is as bad, that's when it gets that bad. Some dude or dudette at their keyboard, writing some stupid ass stuff literally makes me laugh. And you know, I'll, yeah. they'll, when they come at me, I'll just be like, what are you doing with some people like really get deep and like kind of criticize your life choices. And I'm like, yeah. literally I'm doing what I love. What are you doing with your life? You're writing your, your anger, right, Crunching away at a keyboard. yeah I will sometimes if their comment is so egregious and stupid, I will pin it. So people see my response to it <laughs> in the comments. <laughs> and I yes. love that shit. I do that because, a lot too,
1: where they're like, this is such a stupid childish show.
0: I'll usually pin that one. Yeah. It'll be um, just just so I mean, I, it's hard for me to remember, oh, someone's like user's name was like Simone Biles, okay, the gymnast. And so when okay. people do silly stuff like that and they wrote something like kind of nasty, I wrote, I wrote, "Hey, Simone, thank you for representing our country. You were amazing in the Olympics. <laughs> I'm so glad you spoke up for mental health." I pinned that, and people are like, "Ah, damn." like so that, become, that makes the comment section like uh-huh. a living thing of its own. Where even if I put one or two of those things up, people are like, oh, what is he going to say to the dumbass next? Yeah. Like, but it takes time and energy. And um, I think bad comments, I've been able to get to the point um, where they don't bother me. But look, I think it's very real where you might have just a tough day or, and a comment can mess my day up once in a while. Yeah, Typically it doesn't, but they can, you know, we are humans. Something we not might not be feeling our A game and someone pokes that bear and then it all comes like crumbling down. That is real.
1: Also, know? yeah, we are, we're supposed to like our ancestors, we're, we are built to know like five people in our whole lifetime. <laughs> so, and then you have like thousands and thousands of people online saying that I left a biscuit on my shirt. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, th- the reason I've set away from comments, well, I used to clap back a lot and every once in a while I still will for fun. Mm. And I talked to a lot of my friends about it and they were like, dude, when you do that, they're winning. Like because they're getting the attention that they want, yeah. and that made me stop doing it. And that's how I've made peace with it. And then sometimes they just they, sometimes they just get me.
1: Yeah. Well, like, YouTube. If sends I see those a mean things. comment on
2: John's John's video, sometimes I'll be like, "Stop being mean to my friend." Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my it friend.
1: Me. It uh, is. YouTube but, sends those things at the end of the year, where it's like a summary of your channel or whatever. <laughs> and it always there's always a part of that summary where it's like, "This is how many comments you responded to all year," and my my number's like eight. <laughs> it's like I responded to eight comments in the year, and it's always that I'm just like, oh, so eight people pissed me off enough to say something back. I see.
2: That's what I've I, learned though. Is like every creator has a different relationship, right? And every creator knows their audience best. And, and it it's like some people respond to everything, some people respond to yeah, nothing, well, some people respond some of the I, time. And it's like it sounds you gotta do what sound, works for you. It might make me sound there's no shitty. right answer.
1: Yeah, it might make me sounds sh- shitty, but I feel like I did my job. Like I I already talked to you. I made the mm-hmm. video and I, <laughs> I put so much work into that. It takes you 15 seconds to write a comment. I'm not going to write back unless it's something crazy. But if, if there's a comment that is like that is really high rated or it's something that's repeated in the comment section, I will address it actually in the next episode just so they know that I read. Mm-hmm. And like I tell people that, that watch Genius Bar, I read all the comments. I probably won't respond, but I do read them all. And especially on Genius Bar, because it's not like, you know, we're not dealing with thousands of comments here, but um, I did my work. I made the whole episode for you. You're welcome. That's what, that's what I did. I did all my work. Speaking right. of, while we're on the subject before we end the show, it's a long episode. The YouTube dislikes
0: thing.
2: Oh, yeah. We How do we about feel? This. Not a fan. Not a fan.
1: Brian? Not a fan.
0: Not a fan. I think they should keep the dislikes. I think it's a good same. I think it's a good metric. Um, to let people know if this video is also good or not, hiding it, doing it for our the creator's feelings is was that of motivation? Bro, I fucking hate That's that just, shit. Like that, that makes no sense.
1: Are you that soft? No, like if you that- can't handle that stuff, then why are you? Why are you making stuff for public opinion if you can't handle the public
2: opinion? Go turn off the
0: damn com- You might as well turn off the damn comments if you're gonna hide. That's what dislikes.
2: I'm saying. Go work, go flip burgers or something well, th- else. That's my that's my biggest counter. So, first of all, I think people do handle hate differently, and it can be very impactful depending on where people are in their life. That's my stance. True. You have been able to disable showing likes and dislikes yes. for like 10 years. <laughs> yes. So when YouTube's primary chief reason is we notice that. People were using dislikes as a way to wage war as an online internet game to downvote creators that were, you know, they were basically like, these are good creators that are just getting hated on for no reason, which is a problem. Like yes. the internet mob dislike bombing a video is a problem. If that creator doesn't want that to be, they were like, this could be embarrassing. This could be problematic. If they don't want that, they can turn it off. Yes. And also it's if it's not for like the YouTube creators. not like been mental- like at gunpoint, like you better not touch that yeah. dislike. Like, you've got to show everybody how much (laughs) of a f up you are. Like, no, it's like you've been able to disable it. So I'm just like, why? And if it's for the creator's mental health, how come the only
1: place to see it is where the creator looks? Exactly, John.
2: Exactly.
1: That was my other
2: counterpoint. I'm like, wait, if it's about mental health, then you shouldn't show it to... uh.
1: Yeah, it's like... It's it's for the creator's mental health, so we're only going to show it to the creator, okay? (laughs) Like, (laughs) only they will know.
0: I just feel like this... Policy or this change was implemented by like a parental user group. Like, yeah, not it was
1: like all the parents came to the school and like was like, we don't like our kids wearing jeans with holes in them. It was
0: like, it's like the PTA for YouTube came up with this dumbass policy. Like, I get it. Uh, I Sam 100% on the money, right? About the mental health issue and about positive reinforcement. I'm a, I'm I'm also here to tell you all that the world isn't all sunny and flowers. Like yes. we have got to be able, <sighs> and some of the soft stuff is extremely toxic. But to your point, you can turn off the dislikes if you don't want to see them. Yes, that's good. That's fine. Make yes. that switch choice even more prominent. Important. Yeah, exactly. Make that, make exactly. That, just more. Make it more prominent and fine. Address it to creators. If you don't want d- to deal with this, you have the choice to turn off and make it easier for them to do it. Don't bury it into, like, you know, setting, nested, blah, blah,
2: blah. Exactly. But we have got
0: to, we can lift, people can be stronger and just kind of figure this out for themselves. My
1: God. And I I don't understand, like, these people, you want to be a creator and you want to start posting on YouTube and stuff, and you want the attention? Like, that's the whole thing you want? You would, people... If they just want to make videos because oh it's it's nice because I'm creative and you make, it gives me an outlet. Okay, fuck off. Just uh, just export your video and post it on your desktop and watch it when you feel spicy. <laughs> put it on. Put it post- on Vimeo.
0: It, put it on yes, Vimeo and you're get You're posting out of
1: here. it. Why <laughs> you laugh so hard, Sam? That's true though, dude. Just export the video. Put it on your
2: desktop, dude. Because one of your fans is gonna be like, <laughs> the fan's mom's gonna walk through me and be like, "What are you doing?" Me like. I'm just watching my video that I uploaded to my desktop. It's on exactly Drive. dude. You You're can like, find me on iCloud Drive.com slash FPT. Yes, dude.
1: That's that's where all the episodes go. But it's just like everyone's like, oh, I just so I just sad. do it because I like it. I don't care about <laughs> the views or the likes. I just do it because it's, it's my outlet. I'm creative. I'm a snowflake. Then post on your fucking desktop, you asshole! You're posting it in front of the public. It I don't understand it. And then so you want the attention. But when it's like the attention to hurt your feelings, you're like, no, actually I wanted this to be a one way street. Okay. Back to the desktop. You go. You little the shit. The biggest
2: thing, the biggest thing for me is that the like and dislike was a measure of accountability. Mm. And
1: yes, disproportionately. Like I get, there's like, I guess there was campaigns where like people are like, we dislike bomb a video, but most yes, of the time that that's problem. not what it is.
2: Yes. But I also believe that's like a probably a minority of Cases like I don't think most people dislike a video to hate yeah. someone. And I think now, it's either because like something's bad or offensive and they disagreed. <laughs> like that's <laughs> what they just like, still I know. disagree.
1: They still know yeah. that the creator <laughs> can see it, but it's like, okay, this is just my this is logical thinking here. Okay, the creator can see it. So if I dislike it, he's still gonna know. They're still gonna know. He or she. They're still gonna know I dislike the video. I don't like it. Uh, but in order for them to really understand that because uh people are just disliking stuff right now because of the policy. So they're just like, we just like it just to prove a point, I guess. Yeah. That means they're going to like hyper dislike the video. Like a lot, of, even more people are going <coughs> to dislike <coughs> it. So the creator doesn't, isn't like misunderstanding the situation. All these people dislike your video. And now, so like whatever dislike bomb we had before, now it's double just to get the point across.
2: Cause the creator I'm can still see to, it. I'm trying to look at my analytics and see if I can see an uptick or anything in,
0: when are when are, well, when are they when are they uh, implementing the policy actually? When are they flipping it the It happened, I on? think. Oh, it actually yeah, happened out. already.
2: My new video definitely has like a worse like to dislike ratio. To be fair, I said some controversial things, so it's probably yeah. that.
1: Well, people yeah, were yeah. making fun of me yesterday cuz my video went out, <laughs> Apple sucks now and it's your fault. And they're like how convenient he put this video out on the same day they removed dislikes. I, I completely forgot about it, but that's how I know.
2: Cuz they let yeah. me know. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I just think it's a mistake. And part do you think of they'll backtrack like at a, all? I hope, I mean, my heart, ho- my heart says yes. Okay. My brain <laughs> says no. Okay. yeah. My, my friend brought up a this? good point.
0: Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Sam. Keep saying just no. Really you go, Brian. No. I was like, how about this? They're going <laughs> to give us, they're going to. They're gonna give us the option no. to toggle it back on if we want to, but we're gonna have to find it deep into the freaking
2: settings. Hey, whatever oh, it yeah. takes, whatever it takes, I would. So be would off by default, seven. but you can. That's what it on. they should do. Yes, yes, yes you just yes, fixed the
1: whole should. problem. Brian Tong, everybody, he just fixed the whole problem.
2: I said this problem. in my article about it. Literally, my exact quote that I wrote was. <laughs> Yeah, just to allow them to do this, and I—I I think I said off it by be,
1: default, and then let the creators turn it on individually. That's a genius uh, idea that fixes the whole problem, Brian yeah, Tong. I said
2: that in my head. I don't think I wrote it,
0: but I said. Yeah, that Yeah, I'm in pretty my head. sure you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> 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 thank you.
2: Hey, I'm gonna dislike Brian Tong for that. one. Yeah, um, do
0: it. Do it. I'll freaking. I'll freaking create ten accounts and dislike this damn podcast video right now. <laughs> don't even <laughs> challenge me. Don't even challenge
2: <laughs> me. Uh, my friend made a good point though. Which made me think about things a little bit differently. My friend Jake, we were talking about. And he's like, "Yeah, it's a little annoying. Like, oh, did it happen already?" And he was like, "To be fair, YouTube's like the only platform that really has dislikes. What? Like, That's- you can't dislike on Twitter. You can't dislike on Instagram. You can't dislike on Snapchat. I guess you can technically dislike with like the angry st- thing on Facebook. I mean, they are. Did you but- used to so dislike? Twitter-
0: you used to be able to dislike on Facebook, and they took that away. I thought."
2: yes
1: and twitter is is integrating dislikes now
2: but that's what i'm saying is like currently it's really nowhere else but youtube now maybe i, I it's think the
1: different okay but. i think the disconnect there is time
2: because on instagram you're
1: just scrolling through and if you don't like it you keep scrolling and you just okay yeah i like this the whole point is you're just you're just liking what you like and you move on that's the point but on YouTube, you're investing a certain amount of time, whether it be two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, some, fucking two hours with this podcast. Mm. The least mm. you can do <laughs> is give someone a way to communicate that goes, eh, or, eh, just up or down, that's it. Obviously, ideally, we, we want to comment, but the easiest thing is just like, I like this or I didn't, that's it.
2: <sighs> yeah. No, it, I, it should come back. Like I fully It's so a
1: transaction. Weird. It's like, it's not a one-way street. We just put out this whole video. You had to listen to us talk about all sorts of shit. Do you like it or not? That's it. That's Mm -hmm. that is their input.
2: And then did you see the like some creators were like, good, I've been waiting on this for years. Everyone knows likes and dislikes are useless. And I was like, what? Like Yeah. The the way I know if I did a good job. (sighs) Because. Well, okay. For me, like the likes and dislikes is like a general, like a lot, on a lot of my hidden features videos, they get more dislikes because people are like,
1: these aren't hidden features. These is just review. (laughs) Yeah.
2: And I was like, that's fair criticism. I may disagree. So like the, you know, and also like the more views your video gets, obviously the way, like the percentage goes way down, the more it hits the mass market and not your, your base, not the echo chamber. Um, but, like, I, I've made an offensive joke before where, like, I noticed <laughs> there were, like, more dislikes or or just, like, said something that, like, the video got more <laughs> dislikes. And Was it about Asians? Was, because
0: I may not come back on this show.
2: No. No, I And your diversity
0: a, report will look very poor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the two biggest – I feel like my two biggest bad takes on YouTube were, one, I made – what was essentially like a trans joke, like an anti-trans joke. That was not the intention and that was not what the goal of it was, but that was what it was. So that was something that I was made aware of. Uh, The second thing that I messed up on that I was able to correct is like a a bad take on like work from home. Cause I was like, everybody should be back in the office at Apple. And it was just like a very uneducated take. And then I was like, wait, I literally work from home. Like my mom works from home. (laughs) How have you been been
1: canceled more than me? I... I, I think know. it's because you actually feel bad when if I say something offensive, and people are like, "That's
2: messed up." I go, "Uh," but you actually well, yeah, like I you're just, like,
1: you know what? I will think about this like a rational human.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I well, the thing that gets me is I I've let myself down, and especially when I'm basically the trans joke that I made. I was like, it was when new emojis came out, and I was like, "You can be uh, Romeo and Romeo, Juliet and Romeo, Juliet and Juliet, or Juliet and attack helicopter." And it was like, ah. Uh, <laughs> It's like seventh grade humor. And I was like, oh, ha, ha, attack helicopter. Because Uh to me, uh, um, let me just say this argument in full, um, which was, I was like, oh, the idea that someone could identify as an attack helicopter is objectively funny. Like that is a funny idea that someone could wake up and believe that. The comments were like, dude, that's like the number one argument people use against my identity as a trans person. And I was like, oh, fuck, I completely missed the point. Because yes, the idea that I could say I identify, but then I thought about every time I've heard rich and powerful people make that joke. Mm-hmm. It's all when they're saying, so you can't be a girl. You can't just be a boy. And that's fucked up to say on somebody else's identity. And that was like a very big learning for moment, learning moment for me where I was like, ah, I had the right intention to make a funny joke. Uh-huh. What I was actually doing was, and like, I was going to say the comments that really got me is they were like. Dude, it wasn't even like – it was personal. They were like, Sam, we thought you were better than this. It wasn't even mm, like, mm-hmm. fuck you, trans hater. Like, go to – They were was just like a- disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were like, we thought you were one of the good ones. And that was where I was like, fuck, dude. <laughs> I like, made- that's – that is worse than I- – I feel like cancel culture could be so much more effective if people were just like genuinely showing their disappointment, yeah. rather than being like cancel them, uh, hate mob attack, like that's <laughs> yeah. so stupid. It, I it made was, a on a couple episodes. It was ago, a very big moment for me in my career, honestly.
1: A couple episodes ago on Front Page Tech, I was making fun. Of, <laughs> I was making fun of Netflix Games, and I said. Uh, Because Netflix launched their Apple Apple Arcade competitor and they launched with like five games. I was like, Netflix, you can't go against Apple and launch with five games. They have like 300 games on Apple Arcade. And I was like, if you want to compete in this space, you got to come out like you got to come out guns a blazing. You got to come out like Alec Baldwin. And uh, people were not happy about that joke. Bro,
2: you made that joke in my
1: head. Hilarious joke, bro. That's something I say to a friend. Yeah, well, that's what, what? from Tech is. I just stuff I say to my friends. And you know, you I, know, but know, it, notice
0: guys, no, guys, how I have none of these stories.
1: Yeah, because you're a <laughs> professional.
2: I'm all. I'm like, what? <laughs> Dude, I thought, dude. I think Brian knows when to censor himself. Or yeah, so I. So with Karina. <laughs> no. he's, he's also a better person. Me.
1: I mean, you know, front page tech. There's a couple jokes where I like push the edge. And that's that's the fun part for me. But yeah. I have Karina and I'll call her P- PR Karina. And I'll call her in. Like if I'm editing <laughs> the show and I'm like, I don't know about this one. I'll, I'll call her. I'll, I'll be like PR Karina. And she'll come in and she'll Aww. watch it without context and tell me yes or no to keep it in. And she told me yes. She said it would be fine. It was not fine. <laughs> So you're you're
0: gonna put the blame on PR Karina? Yes, that's Alec why Dublin she's joke.
1: PR Karina. You know, yes.
0: what? You know what? Sometimes I've done um when I when I evaluate jokes and I like look at it, I'll be like, literally, I'll say to myself, "Is this worth it?" Meaning, will this? I didn't do that. No, no. Like, right? Like, but it's one thing that has helped me. Like, is this worth saying or not? Right? Just to yeah, you know, have fun mm. and feel like that I'm being true to myself, but there's been a couple times where I've actually taken it out and you know, at the end it doesn't hurt anyone. It was just what this silly idea happened in my mm-hmm. mind and we have the power to edit it. And sometimes, yeah, when we're on the fly, like in a podcast, we're not, we don't edit things, but I kind of, I kind of feel I, that's, that's one of the metrics that I use. Like, is this joke worth it?
2: You know, it's really yeah. good. And,
0: and some, so that's, yeah. that's a way to think about it. Um, and maybe it helps you maybe, Hey, if you think it's worth it, you're gonna say it anyways, because that's yes. you know, as creators, yeah. we do want to push the envelope a little bit, like, and say certain things that are still true to how we feel. And sometimes yeah. you want to just have fun and like, I mean, that's mess why I people. say it
1: because, like, Front Page Tech is a tech show, I guess, but it's really just the John Prosser show, and I talk about tech sometimes, I guess. Yeah. But that's <laughs> the whole point. It's just like there's no one in tech making jokes that are that like. Should I say this? <laughs> like, I took a chance yeah. on one the other time that actually, like last week, that did pay off. I was like, "Uh, so in today's episode, I have good news and bad news." K, K, and I go, "Oh shit! I was one K away from getting canceled on that one." Took a chance <laughs> with that, that joke, one's okay. and people loved it. Yeah, people no one loved di- that one.
0: I mean, the KKK did kill a lot of people, but they didn't happen Kinda. to kill. They 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 didn't happen to kill some someone like just. Like a day before, a day ago, With yeah. it, with a, with a Dude, gun. Dude, I waited
2: like five and, days. It's fine. Dude, yeah. I wanna. I gotta wait. That's hey, timing like, is 9/11 everything. Nine eleven jokes. 9/11 is 9/11 is jokes everything. still don't fly around some people. Oh no, nine eleven jokes they are should, not funny.
0: No, let's not do nine eleven jokes, guys. I'm here 9/11 to tell you. Nine eleven jokes are
2: never funny. I feel like they're never
0: Sam, be funny. I'm here but, to tell you, as a friend, and as someone who's been doing this for a long time, let's stay away from. Is it <laughs> worth it? No. <laughs>
1: Hell no, dude. I feel Brian like Tong. I hope you're prepared. I'm going to start joke. sending you like dr- drafts, edits of front page stuff. You're no. like, is this worth it?
0: I'm not here See? to be your editor. I'm here to be your f- your friend and peer. No, no, no. I ain't here to be your editor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: See, this is why you need to have friends around you to vet your ideas. Because sometimes we get a little bit, us creatives get a little bit crazy, and we need oh, it's to be like, yo. And 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 I feel like I. Yeah, I think like it's important to, to hear those perspectives. It's and, a very, and I always we live that. in
0: a very insulated world.
2: Yeah. And I, I also, I feel like some people could watch this conversation and and take away, they'd be like, comedy isn't funny more. You can't say anything. And like, I feel like that's always like never the take that is like, I feel like that's never what I want people to come away with. It's all because mm-hmm. it's never like, like w- what we're saying in these conversations. It's like, it's not like you can't make that joke. Like that's not what we're saying. John can make that Alec Baldwin joke. You can make an 11 joke. Yeah, and, and, and in some cases <laughs> you do. Um, but I, I really like Brian's like a uh, framework of like, is this worth it? Because it's like maybe it's just not a good enough joke, right? Like the best. Yeah, comedy, I would have said if I would asked myself that, is,
1: I would have said the Alec Baldwin joke wasn't like it didn't really add that much to the show. It wouldn't have been worth it. I don't want to
0: cut it. But that's that's the
1: thing. But damn it, I still like, think it's funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, look. Look, it, <laughs> I still think it is honestly funny. I mean, it is funny. I'm yeah, pretty. Yeah. Ja- I mean, also, you know, some of us come from a generation where look, there's stuff that I've seen in movies from literally maybe just even ten years ago that I'm like, ooh, you could not do that anymore, right?
1: And yeah, so, when yeah, it's you've like been,
0: bad. When like, have
1: you ever watched The Office back in 2021?
0: Was there a, a lot of, a lot of uh, sexual harassment
1: it's rough. Stuff going
2: on in there? It's very rough. Steve, Steve Carell has gone on the record. He he said, "I We could not make this show today, yeah, yeah, which yeah, was like yeah. 2017 when he which said Which makes that. me very sad. Yeah. Fuck people. And, so it's like, well, the, Yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah. No, like, it. it's, it, we, we, look, I think
0: it's important. And to Sam's point of saying, like, Oh, you can't be funny more. You can be funny. But is it harder to be funny? I think so. But that's okay. Yes. We, we have to evolve as we have to evolve as people. That is
2: our job. Yes. Right.
0: Right. That's that's, part that's of my thing. number.
2: That's i sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, Ryan. No, no, I'm no, 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 you're good. Okay. I just want to make sure. No, because that's my number one counterpoint is to the people like Dave Chappelle or the Joe Rogans. They're like, uh, cancel culture, woke mob. And it's like, hey, maybe you just need to evolve with comedy. Like that's my number one like I think there's back.
1: a I think there's a balance though because we can't no, just no, like, there is. Yeah. There, there has is. to be pushback not... or else the wave is gonna override us all.
2: No, no, Agreed. I agree. Like there I'm not one of those people that's like you can only make certain jokes. You can't no. <laughs> the whole point of comedy is to push boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also when an audience doesn't like it, you got just be like, oh, okay, bad joke. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the it's like my ego is crushed. Fuck them. I'm bad. It's like, dude. Sometimes you're a human. You can just make a bad joke. It's okay. Yeah. Like that, also, that's the whole thing. Whereas like cancel culture isn't real. It doesn't exist. These people still have careers. Yeah. It it's just accountability. And they're not canceling Some people want timeout.
3: Exactly.
2: Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's why by it's the so way, goofy when people cry. Uh,
1: about uh, it. Alec so Baldwin so is a comedian, and why he can make jokes all the time about whatever he wants. <laughs> but if someone makes a some joke about one. Alec Baldwin. I mean he didn't. Like, that's did. not
0: fair. It's but too some, soon. It's it, well, it is too soon when someone died five days ago. I didn't make fun of the DP. I made fun of Alec Baldwin. I know the situation. Like we said, yeah, hey, we all agreed. Look, yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't a bad joke, but we all said nope. the question was was <laughs> it worth it? And you agreed, probably wasn't worth it. But that's but that's why I'm a sick fuck because I would say this isn't worth it. But
1: would it make it in? That's the question. I battle inside. I I would agree with you. I'd be like, this is not worth it, but it's funny. (laughs) Look, we look, I think you, we
0: all learn, we all learn the, we also learn the boundaries of our audience. Different audiences respond differently to different things.
2: Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like where you, where you live in the United States, different Mm. jokes work very differently. Depending (laughs) who's in the room and what they look like, different jokes work very differently. (laughs) For sure. Um, well,
1: thanks to Genius Bar for being the most diverse podcast in tech. <laughs> I, I actually think that. it might be right now.
0: What we got? A really no, white guy, not. a kind of white guy, and an yeah. Asian guy. Is that our diversity? Don't put
2: me- <laughs> hey, hey, who's the really white guy? <laughs> <laughs> who who are you calling the really white guy?
0: No, I'm. You I'm don't have to answer. Up to, hey guys, that that. You thank you for watching. I'll leave that up to your interpretation. <laughs>
1: Uh, with that said, I think this is the longest episode of Genius Bar ever. And <laughs> no, we, sh- we, no we, sh- went,
2: we went longer before. Did we really? Yeah. Oh, that's why we got to have she- guests somewhere often. Because like it did, I enjoyed all of this. There wasn't dude, a minute uh, we, when I was like, I want to go. It was such
1: what a pleasure to share two hours and nineteen minutes with Brian Tom.
2: And that's the yeah. thing about Brian what, is what every time I talk to him, I feel like I'm learning a lot of different things. And I bet you guys watching, dude, learn
1: I got to go reevaluate a lot of my life. <laughs>
2: Yeah. No, I'm get off the show and be like, What are
1: you
0: talking about? No. How, can I,
1: uh, uh, how can I be more professional? No, it's not. How can I be more that. like Brian no, Kahn?
0: Is this worth it? <laughs> That's not about being, it's not, no, no. no. <laughs> it's
2: about how you can continually be the best version of yourself. I think that's who Brian Tong is. I think Brian is consistently the best version of himself.
1: Well, that's because he's like 183. Like <laughs> I've seen a lot. He's, guys, he's had a lot. lot of time to evolve. I've seen a lot. of experience.
0: a lot of experience.
1: On, the la- on his show last week, I don't know if we did it on air or like before the show, but Brian, we, I put Sam it on there. and I, I put both it, I put mentioned it on. like, we had put been watching podcast. Brian Tong since we were we lads. And then we we're like, wait how old is Brian Tong if we've been watching him for this long? And so Brian was like, guess how old I am? I think I guess like 28. Sam guessed 35. We were both fucking wrong.
0: Hey, you're 42, right? Yes, I am. But yeah, I'm he, proud of it. But okay, do you have a skincare routine or like I told the- you what my skincare routine is. I sacrifice a pig every morning. I draw the blood and smear it on my face. Then I take <laughs> oh, a fresh yeah. grapefruit and I squeeze the citrus. <laughs> and that combination allows some sort of rejuvenation within my soul. Like I actually, just thought, works. I actually thought when I started doing YouTube that I would age like a mother because these hours are not kind. Right? No, they They're, are not. It's, it's a it's a brutal... It, People don't understand. It requires a lot.
1: My um, the video, the my last video, the Apple sucks video. I was up for like thirty five hours straight, and Sam didn't even fucking watch it.
0: Yeah, neither How did would I. Would
1: you be up? To, why don't? Why didn't Because I work it was something by that, by that I cared about. And when you, when, yes, like, dude, yes. when you're working on a it. video like that, I don't know if you guys have ever had this, but when you're just like mm-hmm. you're excited about it, even when you lay in bed, you're just like wait, no, I think I could do this differently or I could say this differently yep. and you just get up and then 35 hours later, you're like, oh, I haven't slept.
0: Great oh, example. No, um, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Sam.
2: No, I was gonna say I've done that before, but like not, I, j- I'll just like go to bed and be like, I'll finish in the morning. Go <laughs> no. ahead, and will continue.
0: I think, you know how we're all like at the mercy of the YouTube algorithm and everything? So like mm. I did a video, it took me, I kid you not, a week to make. It was a, a home, as an <sighs> AirPods Max video where I basically okay. used these special binaural mics to capture oh, yeah, what yeah. four headphones sounded like to give people at home hopefully hopefully it worked right I didn't really know if it was yeah. going to work <laughs> you're recording all this stuff you're grinding your butt off and I yeah. was so proud of that but it was it was an it was a 56 minute video okay and I jokingly said like hey some of you made it through this and the the biggest to me the biggest moment of pride in that video for me was when pe- multiple people would say, like, I watched the whole damn thing, and it's yeah. one of my best performing videos. But, like, that doesn't, look, I could have done that video, spent a week for it, and it could have got less views than any other video I put out as well, right? Yes. Like, you you know, um, you just never know. So I feel like you just got to kind of pursue this, do what you love, and really try not to care about results I know some friends that are so obsessed with the algorithm. It just doesn't oh my make it God. fun. It doesn't make it fun for me anymore. Yeah. Even honestly. To yeah. Okay, no, you don't talk. To, well, thank goodness. You don't talk to me about it, but when someone talks to me no, about, I'm
1: telling you now
0: though, it's me, but it is our livelihood. That's why we care about it. And there are yeah. certain practices that are best for the algorithm. And even at the same mm-hmm. time, you could do everything right. And the video doesn't perform as well or as normal as your yeah. others. And it's also look, there's other competition out there as well, but I just, maybe it's bad of me. It's probably actually detrimental, but I don't care. For my own sake, I kind of stopped caring about the algorithm as much.
1: But yeah, no, yeah. don't feel bad about that. That's where I want to be. I want to be in that mindset like sooner rather than later would be great.
0: But it's hard. Like it's our livelihood. Like when I have a bad month, yeah. I care more about it. But I keep on telling myself, you know, F the algorithm. Just do your best. It sounds so corny. But it's like you Mm -hmm. sometimes have to tell yourself these things to power through. And then you get a video that sometimes I love the videos that you don't think are going to do great. And then they do like Mm. way better than you expect. You're like, what?
1: And then you work Mm. real hard on one and nobody gives a single (laughs)
3: shit.
2: That's how I feel about my AirPods comparison. I worked on that video probably 25 hours like total, which is like Uh a lot more than I normally I probably put normally like five to seven hours into a video. I worked with like Uh 15,000 views. I looked. I made $170. For 25 hours of work. <laughs> oh, no, And sometimes bro. that's how it goes.
0: Exactly.
2: And a, a lot of, <laughs> we've talked about this before in the show. Some people will be like, why didn't my audience watch this? Or like, get really mad. It's like, hey, mm. maybe people just weren't into it. Maybe exactly. it was me. Maybe it was the algorithm. Maybe it was all these things. Maybe it was none of these things. It's okay to have a shit video sometimes. My audience yeah. isn't going to give up on me because I made one video that didn't perform. Whatever. So, so I made a so video the next why. day and got like 90,000 views. So it's like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah.
0: So that's, that's why I remember when I told you guys, sometimes I put out videos knowing they're going to be dog, like they won't perform well, but I just do it (laughs) for the love of it. Like, Uh you know, I watch, I love Marvel movies. I know like my, my channel says tech geek culture, but you know, it's mostly tech. And so when I drop one of these like Shang Chi videos, Uh I know it's not going to do well at all. Like when I talk about dog doo doo, it's like, you know, this is like a in-depth, really crazy interview that you'd arguably Uh see like in the DVD bonus features And it only, I literally put out like two days ago, right? It Mm. has 3.5K views. You know how much that hurts, but I did it because I just want to. Uh Proctor's like, I will never release a video that gets (laughs) that many views in three days. (laughs) But you know what? I, I, but also you got a
1: fucking dope ass interview. Yeah. I would do it
0: for that. Yeah. It was with like, it was like the head of visual concept design who literally does all the, like, all the costumes you see in the MCU movies. Mm-hmm. He, he's one of two guys who is the lead that says yeah this is what uh thanos is gonna look like this is what captain america is gonna look like this mm-hmm. is what shank is gonna look cool. like yeah that's fascinating to me and sometimes videos like that have done well like literally two years later for god knows why and sometimes yeah, they don't. i was gonna but,
1: say you that one will probably out of nowhere you'll be like what the
0: <laughs> yeah but what? you know it guess what it true it's not the core of my audience but I just need to do yeah. other things for my own sanity and I think that as I've done this more I stop caring about that's that does make me a little warm when I see that but then when I put out probably my next apple video it'll do just fine as normal and I won't care anymore about that the fact that it didn't perform as well because mm-hmm. I did that for myself mm-hmm. I don't think it's the best strategy for people I'll be the first person to say that but I got to feel like I control this
1: I have things down no, to like a science like I know first of all, I won't do a video if it's not going to get 100,000 views. That's just, I sound like an asshole. I like that's lively. how he
2: is, Brian. You
1: said livelihood, but also, more than anything, the number bugs me. Like, the, the video's all in a row, and then you have one that has like 80, and I'm like, fuck me, dude. Just like, not even real life OCD, just like, I have asshole OCD. And so that's like... <laughs> John, <laughs> it just, just has to fit. It John, but I haven't done to doing, a science, you're doing,
0: Brian. You guys, look, I see your guys' content, and the thing that I appreciate about you guys is I know you don't buy views. I can't stand those mofo's that are buying views. That, Can you even that, oh, buy views Brian. anymore?
2: Oh wait, never oh, mind. <laughs> oh yeah, we have. We're doing it. Yes. We have like a an open case, and like Brian, if you want to, we're we, we finna expose some of these folks that be uh little. little I will send you this like future me.
1: Remind little, me tomorrow at noon like to censor the part of the podcast.
2: I'm not going to forget this. Slithering time. through the algorithm, buying uh, views on Facebook to boost videos. Oh, dude, uh, Quinn was dropping knowledge about this when we had him yeah. on the podcast. If I, oh, so uh, I just it, learned like, so much from guests I without
1: giving you like a name of I'm a channel. So if I said like iPhone 13, the end of Facebook,
2: does a channel pop <laughs> up into your head?
0: No comment. <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: What, well, that's well all I'm Okay. What, what? What about? iPhone 13, the end of Google.
1: <laughs> iPhone 13, the end of iPhone. <laughs> what about iPhone
2: 13, the end of Amazon? <laughs> yeah. What about iPhone 13, you guys, the end of... What, guys, what about I, the I, end of the world? <laughs> <laughs> they're just going to run out you guys, of ideas. No, they They're just, no they just doing it again.
0: You guys, I love you all, but I think we should also say iPhone 13, the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been going on for... Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I almost passed I, out That was almost I, very very bad
0: I really love you guys but What if
2: I passed out on the show <laughs> What if I said iPhone 13 The end of this podcast But podcast. the beginning of a beautiful Beautiful relationship with Brian Tong And thank you Brian Tong for being on the episode
0: <laughs> uh, Hang on. The fact that I had to end it And you guys didn't Speak Dude. to my professionality
2: Uh, That's what I'm saying, The audience is going to hate you. The audience is going to hate him. They want more. They always want more. They were probably like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Then Brian
1: Tong... Wait. No, this doesn't count as like him standing us up because he did come to the show, but he's just leaving the date early. He's doing a thing. He took us to Cracker Barrel, dude. (gasps) No! Yeah, that's what just happened. (laughs) I just broke up with your asses. Okay. Brian Tong, thank (laughs) you so much for being on the show. I mean, I feel like we don't need to like... Brian, where are you from? Because everyone knows who Brian Tong is, but you have the floor, If you've seen my
0: face, if you've seen the skunk stripe, you know, youtube.com slash Brian (laughs) Tong. I'm independent (laughs) now. I feel fortunate to be a part of this community and still be able to do this. And um, I don't get 100K views on every single one of my videos, like John Prosser or Sam, but I do pretty decent. I also don't get 100K. People.
1: also uh apple bits lx make sure to search come in on guys <laughs>
2: no, no, is there anything dude, you want to plug or promote like is there anything specific you want to like tell people to like follow or just like basically youtube and your podcast
0: hey if, if you if you love like uh, an old head who doesn't look old who's been around for a while <laughs> um that covers the tech space but you know apple and, and beyond Mets, you know, google samsung you know just come on hang out with me and have some fun and know uh, we'll do great things together
1: yeah, basically oh. if you want like what you came to John and Sam for, but like you want it actually delivered to you, yeah. Brian Tong's a guy.
2: <laughs> if you want to get your package, go to Brian Tong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you wanna think about your package being really cool <laughs> and maybe like super shiny, then you go to John and Sam. <laughs> All right. Brian, oh thank you. It's a pleasure. Thanks, y'all. And it was uh, always we fun. It was fun. We'll
0: do it again. We, I feel like we gotta, like you gotta, gotta, gotta do like a, a telethon live stream on YouTube and do a fundraiser, and I think
2: it would be Whoa, amazing. we actually. should. We should do a fundraiser. We need. I want to do more philanthropy next year, and I didn't do like I didn't do a single fundraiser this year.
0: I think a a fun telethon or something. I don't know. I feel like we could literally talk for a long time.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I could go 24 hours probably. I no, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. I I give it like a
0: work day, but I don't know about 24, man.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like I, all right, no, I'm cutting it. It's over, Sam. I want to die. I can't. Actually, I'm so bad at dude, let's just take maybe.
1: next week off and just cut this up into two parts. Part one this week, part two next week.
2: That's what they Good. did. With that the would Connie give you. That interview. would give you. That would give you some a
0: little, some breathing room. I would go we should. for that. We have it's never missed a week. week, Brian. Neither have
2: I. Yeah, never. And nope. we could just splice the Thanks. ads into different parts of the second hour. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, of course, we Brian to Tong hasn't missed anything. He's an actual
2: professional.
0: To, to my time, for my own sanity, I guess. My goodness,
2: yeah, detriment. My, to my goodness, sanity. all right, guys, it was great talking. I love you. Thank you, Brian. Thank See you next week. We'll hear you next John, week. We'll you next week oh my gosh, what
0: time is it? Is it 12? Is it, is it
2: midnight? For yeah, you guys? that this is normal, though. This is normal, yeah, Brian. Genius. This, this, yeah, yeah, okay, it's a problem. I was, was just fun. this is why I was because you know, that's what that's what it is, John. We were talking at the beginning of the episode, I think it was pre show. I was like, I feel like we filmed too late. That's what it is. We never start too late. It's that we finish too late. And then yes. it's like 1 a.m. and I'm like a slob and I've been like dehydrating <laughs> this is, slowly. This is the size because this my water. This is water's the complete opposite empty. of our
1: YouTube channels, though. That's why everyone loves it. Okay.
2: <laughs> Thank you, guys. I love you. Goodbye. Thank you, Brian Tong.
1: Lay y'all.